Alright folks, alright folks, welcome back to another episode of Snooze and Booze. Today we have a, a special show for you because it's kind of like a, we have our first call-in interview. And uh, we have uh, John from Friday Night Phantom on. And we talked to him for about an hour. Um, I was away and we and I still didn't want an episode to go without, uh, you know, I wanted some material. So I ended up calling him and he agreed to be on the show. And we just had a really cool conver- one hour long conversation. And we got to talk about his podcast and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, and then, I, you know, I came home and, and I, I still wanted to record with Low, So we decided to get, get over here and do at least a mini episode so, to give you one full episode. So without, so I hope you guys enjoy, uh, you know, the way we broke it up. Without any further ado, this is episode 64 of Snooze and Booze. Loaf, what's up, buddy? How doing you doing, good. man? Uh, doing good. Still recovering from yesterday. Uh, let's talk about that. So last night was uh, our little cousin Brandon's 25th birthday. It kind of went a little bit all out for him. Oh, uh, yeah. Did a pretty good big thing. Open bar, bar. Oh, man, you know what? I was going to promote them on the podcast because they were, they were pretty cool, the bartenders. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the ch- the girl's name was Evelyn, and she had her own cards, and I left it in the Peaches. jacket. <laughs> Wait, uh, f- uh, shit. Do you have one? I'm a chat. If now we could do it for the next episode, but yeah, they okay. they gave us some cards and uh, they put out their uh, um, little thing, and it was cool the way they set up because they brought that little booth with them, the little bar with right. them, right? And it, and it was like a two person crew, you know, uh, those two girls were running it, and I was like, man, this is it can't be that expensive, not more expensive than a taco, man, you know? And, you That's know, true. And so I figured like that'd be pretty cool to throw these backyard gigs or even do like a a, a live episode where we have an actual bartender. Imagine if we ever get like uh, big enough where we can afford stuff, to just spend money at it. Huh. Let's get let's let's hire a bartender to have a snooze and booze episode where they just bring us drinks as we're oh, you know saying like that kind of thing. I don't know. What do you think? I thought it was the other way around. Like we'd actually be the bartenders and we have like uh, I don't know just <laughs> stories from behind the bar or, like segment or something. I don't know. Well, I definitely wouldn't want to stop to spill. Oh shit! I got some. I'm, as I'm trying to mix this bullshit, I, I got some beer on the mic or something like yeah. that. <laughs> It'd be some funny, funny stories. What do we mention? Oh, Uber, right? We were Ubering it over to oh, the party. That's right. And we were talking about we should do that. We should we should have a podcast where we um, where we talk to the Uber driver for however long the podcast is. Oh right? yeah, like yeah. Uh, but what were we tell him like? Oh, can you take us to Hollywood and back or something somewhere far and back? You know. Um, well, it depends. Uh, maybe we could uh, like give us like maybe like a certain amount of time, however long like we would uh, need, you know, for just like a good yeah a segment yeah, you know? and to go to like L.A. one day or. Yeah, but we really got to plan out, because what if we get this fucking dud who just sucks, has no... St- like, yesterday it was cool, you know, that chick was cool, the yeah. Uber driver. And a lot of times we'll get a... Fr- even that one time we were coming from, like, uh, L.A., whatever, it, we, ha- we have cool, like, oh, sometimes we get a cool dude, but what if we... We fuck, man, we... we why why did we end up going to L.A. for this long-ass trip with this awkward-ass conversation, you know? Oh, yeah. So, you know, it, we'll, we're going to get... Um, or maybe that's... That was, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I haven't really had any, like, people that are, uh... That, uh... That are just kind of like fucking Suck. just spaced out or anything. Um, for the most part, uh, they've been pretty cool. Yeah. There was this one time though. Um, it was I went to this uh, bar in L.A. and then on the Uber, I think I mentioned it to you where like the Uber drive from like my pad to the bar was like twenty seven bucks, but on the way back when I got out of the bar it was like one hundred and twenty. That's crazy. So just because the surge charges, right? Yeah, surge. Yeah. So Everybody's just, using it at that time. I just want to go have breakfast down the street and just wait it out. Wait it out, and then that was cool. But, and was there a difference? Yeah. Well, how how long did it take before you know, the price went down? Uh, I mean, like, were just you periodically me, checking? Uh, not really. Like, I just went eight, and that ate, you know, a decent amount of time. Well, uh, but do you? If, I mean, it's not like it's more. The more passengers, is it, is it more money? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because I mean, it wouldn't be that way for a cab either. And the way we used to do it with uh, 
like where we'd go to get tattoos uh, with in the Marines, we'd go, we'd we'd cab it, and it would not be worth it for just one person because you're literally spending like eighty bucks there, eighty bucks back. Right. And we're like, fuck, man, just to, and then to spend another couple hundred bucks on a tattoo, you know. And so you would have to get a little group app, at least four of you guys together, so you guys could split that fucking difference. So it only costs you twenty there and twenty back. Right. Uh, but so a lot of guys are like, "Fuck, they can't find anyone else to go out." The no one really felt like going. You know, like, "Fuck, I really." It's my you know weekend. You, you have one day off technically sometimes, yeah. and they really want to put my shit to go kill a day. You know, so it, it's it's tough, man. And with Uber, like, I I don't know, man. They should give discounts for the lonely guy, the, the guys that ain't traveling by themselves. You know. Uh, I mean, they have pools. They have different types of Ubers, you know, mm-hmm. depending on how many people you have. You can have, like, an Uber pool or van. or They have different, like, options now. But uh, as far as, like, the least expensive one, that's, like, the usual one that we take. Yeah. You know, because then they have, like, luxury ones where they have, like, a luxury SUV or vehicle pick you up. Yeah, 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 I know that. More. I'm just saying the, the, for that one lonely guy, yeah, come on. You guys you guys got to ca- ca- give a discount or something like well, that. Well, that's yeah. what I was asking the girl yesterday. I was like, are there, like, Uber points, you know, you get, uh-huh. like, get some kind of, like, Frequent Uber miles or something. I'm sure that's coming. I did hear of a. I think it was. Uh, maybe it might be wrong, but I think Lyft does that, where if you have so many so many rides that you get to, uh, you know, it gets a discount or a ride for a free ride after that. Really. Or maybe nice. you know, or maybe if the indi- individual Uber drivers offer that, hmm. like, oh, if you keep using me specifically, like, oh, you, oh, so this is your fifth ride with me. Here you go, buddy, six rides for free. That kind of thing, you know. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. They like, give you a little card that they kind of hole punch. Or yeah, something like sure. that. Yeah, I'm sure there's that'd an app. Cool. I don't know about cards anymore, but I'm sure there'd right. be a an, an, an additional app for that. <laughs> nice. So what time did you end up getting home last night then? Because I left early. I left like shit. I think midnight. I was done. Oh, okay. uh, you know, sitter and all that. Uh, but what what time did you guys end up leaving? Uh, I took off for it was like maybe three thirty ish. I'm like around there by the time I got home. Who'd you who'd you end up riding with? Uh, Brandon actually. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> he was believe it or not, he was actually the least soberest one. Uh, least. Uh, oh, I'm one. sorry. Uh, uh, least drunk. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. His <laughs> actual birthday boy. <laughs> Well, sometimes, uh, not with hard liquor, but with, with legitimately with beer. I know it's like, oh, bro, science or whatever. But no, there's legitimate, legitimate times where I've drank myself sober with beer. Have you ever done that before? Um, just keep drinking, but you can't, re- like, you just uh, pass, like, this drunken threshold where regardless uh-huh. how much you drink, it's just... You're like no, you're not getting you. any more buzz, so you're getting more sober than you are buzz. And, yeah, yeah. and and because you're not downing the drinks, you're just like reg- yeah. taking them regular. Yeah, you end up getting, you end up drinking yourself sober technically. You know. Yeah, it has happened before. Yeah, you know? that's happened to me a few times with with it. with just beer. It won't happen with alcohol. I guess it's too strong or potent. Yeah, way too, way too much. Way too potent, but yeah, for sure with beer, that'll happen from time to time. <laughs> Um, oh, you know what? Uh, I was telling you, um, yeah, I recorded about an interview with John for Friday Night Fandom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool, man. He's a, he's, you know, cool dude. We, we spoke for a little bit, and, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was cool, because we were, well, you want to hear the interview? I'll just play it for you. Oh, yeah, we want to do it that way. All right, hold on. This is, uh, this is John from Friday Night Fandom Podcast, uh, talking with just me and him hanging out. All right, here we go. So, how you doing, man? How's it, how you been? Good, good. Good. Uh, just uploaded the episode yesterday, just hanging out, man. Yeah, what's your what are you guys up to? Oh, just, man, I'm up here by myself in a lonely hotel room, so I figured I'd give you a call and see if we get a, a um, I won't take up too much of your time, because I know you, um, I know you got, go to sleep early, because you work early. Oh, man, it's cool. I, I got a little bit of time to spare. We can hang out. What do you, uh, what do you do for work? I work at UPS. I go in at night and load the delivery trucks. Yeah. Oh, that's tight, dude. Like the King of Queens yeah. shit, or what? Yeah, so pretty much like 
by the time I'm leaving work is when the drivers are barely getting in. But you do like the king of king of queen stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not the not the driving part. Oh, okay. Is it better or, or worse? What's that? What what's what do you prefer, driving or not driving? Uh, maybe driving later down the road, but uh, right now I enjoy working at night because then by the time I get out, I get to chill while everyone's going to work. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. That's cool, man. Uh, what's up with uh? How come we we missed the crew, man? I've missed the crew. I've uh, I've, I've had only solo episodes with you for you lately. Ah uh, man, the guys have just been busy. I know Brian just got a new job, and then my brother's been busy with school, so they haven't really been hanging around lately. Oh, well, that, good for them though. At least they're doing big things, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's dope. So what's up? You excited for Civil War? You're gonna go check out Civil War? What's that, man? Are you excited for Civil War? You're gonna go check that out later. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna check it out, but I'm not gonna fucking wait in line for this one. Oh no! <laughs> you, you like? Nah. Uh, yeah, I thought. Oh, my bad. I thought you were uh, a straight up Marvel more than DC. Or no, you're a Batman dude, straight up, right? Yeah, yeah. So this movie, I mean, I'll check it out, but I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna fucking go out of my way to stand in line on Thursday night to watch it. Yeah, yeah. That's for lamos, huh? <laughs> that's that's for geeks with no girlfriends, right? <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah. Are you gonna check it out? Well, I mean, I, I'm gonna wait because I uh, I fly back on Saturday, so I'm gonna go see it like Saturday afternoon or or something like that. But yeah, the same thing, not not late night or nothing like that. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, the owner of the comic book shop where I buy my my stuff from, he went inside in Mexico already. He said it's a fucking game changer. That's what my cousin said. My cousin just got back from yesterday in Mexico yesterday. You know, Tijuana, of course. And he said, yeah, they had it yeah. out there already. And I was like, oh, shit, how the fuck did Captain America get in Mexico before we do, man? What's up with that? Yeah, that trips me out. Like, these are fucking American characters, American movies, and somehow, like, everyone gets to see them before they drop them here. It's kind of stupid. That shit wouldn't happen if Donald Trump was in charge, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, hopefully that's on his fucking agenda to fucking make movies come out here first. <laughs> You know what that no bullshit that happened to me were uh, in 2012 when the Dark Knight Rises came out. I was in fucking Japan and they didn't get it to a week later. And I had to, I swear to God, I had to stay off all social media for a whole week until I could go watch it. And, and that and that pissed me off more than anything, you know. Yeah, I don't understand why they just don't do like a global release like all at the same time. In the age of the internet, that would only make sense, right? Yeah, because I mean, as soon as you drop it somewhere else, it's already going to be online, you know, before we even get it here. So it just makes sense to do it all at once. Exactly, man. Uh, what you gonna call it? Uh, you went to uh, what was it? South Texas Comic Con or what's it called? Yeah, yeah. We, this past weekend, we went out to South Texas Comic Con to check it out. Uh, it was okay. I talked a little bit about it uh, on on our last show, but we fucked up because Savannah made plans to work on Saturday by accident. Mm-hmm. So we kind of we had to go on Friday, and Friday was pretty dead. Uh, I, we really missed out because I was looking through the hashtags on Instagram, and, like checking out all this stuff from Saturday, and it was like it was fucking crazy. So next year we're gonna make sure not to miss Saturday because Friday, I mean it was it was pretty dead. Like as like for us, since we usually go to conventions to buy stuff, it was cool because you know you get those dibs on everything that the yeah. vendors have. But at the same time, like, we missed out like, on a lot of guests because either they were only going to be there Saturday and Sunday or they were only going to be there Sunday. And then if they were there on Friday, they were going to be there late. 
And then our schedule was kind of fucked up because we went like around one. And I mean, there's only so much you can do. So we were out of there by three. And I think some people, some of the special guests weren't getting there until like four or five. Yeah. And then we left. We came home and then we went back at eight because Savannah was going to play in the Black Ops tournament. Oh, that's tight. Yeah, but it was weird because the convention ended at eight, but that's what time the tournament started. So it kind of sucked for me because while she was waiting to be called to play, I, you know, I was just sitting there when if they had had it a little bit earlier, I would have been able to go and walk around and, you know, probably spend more money, but they had already closed down the whole thing. It was weird. That's usually eight like o'clock is what time everybody's mom comes to pick them up. That's why they, they did that. I think. Yeah. <laughs> no. I know on Saturday, man, they fucking, they had like a huge party until midnight. Damn, yeah, that's tight. Thing. I mean, I, w- I don't dance or nothing, but it would have been cool to just hang out. Yeah, no, I feel you. I was playing stuff. Yeah, that would be cool. I, that's one. That's one of my dream wishes to to go like to a club or a party or uh, just like, but it's full with nothing but cosplayers getting drunk. You know what I mean? <laughs> Man, that's got to be like a thing somewhere, right? Yeah, I've never heard of it, but yeah. I would imagine that would be like a, a really popular thing. Yeah, because all the cons I ever gone to, like, you know, you, oh, uh, you want to grab a drink or, oh, you want to smoke a little? And everybody's like, no, 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 thank you. I don't do that. You know, like, oh, man, like, where are the cool fucking nerds at, man? Where, where are the ones that get down and stuff? That's the, that's the ones I want to party with, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, like, at Comic-Con, you know, all the surrounding areas, like the bars and stuff, they cater to the attendees, so I'm pretty sure that's cool, but I mean, it would be pretty neat if there was like a year-round place where, you know, every weekend, yeah. you can check out people that are dressed up and stuff. The closest thing I got to something like that was I went to a, a furry convention, and, and they got pretty freaky. <laughs> they got pretty freaky, so that's the closest I went to that. Hey, <laughs> uh, you said that uh, JDF, Jason David Frank, uh, was there on Sunday? Uh, who? Uh, Jason David Frank, Tommy the Green Ranger. Yeah, yeah, he was actually there all weekend, but he was one of the people that he had like a weird schedule, so I didn't, I wasn't able to catch him on Friday because he was only going to be there on Friday from like, uh, I don't know, like from four to six, and that's kind of the time we had already bounced, so I didn't get a chance to meet him. But, uh, man, he made like a pretty good impression on everyone down here, I would say, because he really went out of his, out of his way, like, to fucking meet everyone, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, well, he's generally known as being, like, one of the nicest guys, and uh, and he's from Texas, actually, I think, right? Uh, you know what? I'm not too sure. Yeah, I think I think he uh, is. I think he lives there, and uh, he does all his stuff over there, because I know I follow him on most of those social medias, and he's always Facebooking live and whatnot. Yeah. Did you, you know what's crazy? Yeah. Like, I, I guess it's, like, like, the clinical person in me, but I just thought, like, this guy can't be so cool and nice for real he must be like a fucking asshole <laughs> he must be a child like I had like this weird I don't know like I don't even know him or anything but I always thought like you know he's probably fake like nobody's that nice and that cool but now nah, man like everything everything that I saw from him this past weekend he, he seems like a genuinely awesome dude yeah <laughs> you're like fuck that guy hey fuck Tommy like what why <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I guess, I don't know, I guess it's just like the fucking hater in me, but I was like, nah, fuck that guy, but nah, after this weekend, like, that definitely, that definitely changed my, uh, opinion, like, the way I see him, yeah, 
And I guess it's kind of it's kind of cool too because I was kind of scared, like man, if I fucking meet this guy, he would he played like a huge role in my childhood. Yeah, I, I named my son after him. Yeah. And it would suck if he really did turn out to be an asshole. But uh, I don't know if you follow him on Instagram. Yeah, I do. But man, he like this whole weekend. He was just like posting all these stories about people from down here that were you know either tagging him in Instagram posts or Facebook uh, posts and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was cool to see that a lot of people like that he made the day. I thought that was pretty neat. You know, he actually competes, or he has, in actual real MMA fights. That's why. That's one of the reasons that made me like him even more, that he was like, oh, he's a guy that could back up, like, uh, his persona on TV, you know? He actually fought down here, I think, like, in 2010. Yeah, that's one of his fights is big over there. I forgot what organization it was, but yeah. And he's a heavyweight. He's only, like, 5'10". He's not that tall, but he fights, like, at 240, 240 pounds. Like, holy shit. So he's, like, taking on these big dudes. I mean, I thought, like... To me, I'm just picturing Putty Patrol against him in the ring, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that would be something to fucking see. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, hopefully next year, if he comes back, I'll, I'll get a chance to to meet him next year. That's pretty badass, man. But, yeah, I hope this year that I want to try and make different conventions. I know there's another one coming up like in August down here, and I think we're going to try and get to that one. But that one's, like one's going to be like an anime convention. Oh, that's cool. I went to that one last year, and that one was still pretty fun. I had a good time with that one. There was a lot of stuff going on there, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I don't know. I think my, my top three animes would have to be Sailor Moon and Cowboy Bebop. I, I think <laughs> and Pokemon for a season. I think that's all, as far as I went through with anime, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's, I don't really, yeah, same here. I never got into that. Yeah, it just, I, to me, what always made me, uh, just the voices always sounded really funny to me. I don't know why. Yeah, and then, like, with the newer stuff, I guess there's a company that, that does, like, all the, what's it called, like, the dubbing. Yeah. And they they basically just use the same actors, so it's all these different animals, but then you get, like, the voice dudes over and over and over, and it kind of takes you out of it. Yeah, I can see that. Or hear that. <laughs> Uh, well, you also did uh, South by Southwest recently too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was something. That was fucking crazy. How was that experience? Tell me about that. Well, we did like a lot of the side stuff. We didn't really participate like in the actual uh, festival. Mm-hmm. But it, it's kind of like that whole festival takes over the whole city. So no matter what you're doing, you end up being a part of something. And we ended up checking out a couple of shows. Just did a lot of drinking. That was, <laughs> that was probably the best thing. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> that's uh, cool. And then we, down here, we don't have Uber. And in Austin, they do. So, man, we just took advantage of that shit. I was getting to fucking drink all over town and not have to worry about parking or driving. It was awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's like a service that we really need down here. I think it would benefit us down here, but for some reason it hasn't stuck. Yeah, well, you but, know... Uh, I think I have a theory that like once Uber's established everywhere and everybody starts used to that to you know kind of how New York is where everybody takes cabs everywhere and that kind of thing, people are gonna lose yeah. uh, people are gonna lose the skill of drunk driving. I think that's a lost art. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, it's a very lost art. I'm, I'm, there's nothing like uh, waking up while you're driving and you're like holy shit and you're already home and you're like how did that happen? You know, there's something to that. I think it's very special. No, I'm kidding. For everybody okay. to take you serious. <laughs> 
There's been a couple of nights like that where you just blink at the red light and you open your eyes and you're already home. Yeah, and dude. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, uh, your mind's in auto, <laughs> auto, autopilot, man. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. It's a superpower almost, you know. <laughs> oh man. Uh, what should we call it? Um, what else I want to talk to you about? Uh, you, hit, you hit something. Oh, did you ever used because you grew up in the '90s as well, right? I know you're only a couple years younger than me, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you ever watch Darkwing Duck? Yeah, I did, but that's definitely not something that carried over. recently there was like a, an episode that i do remember it but just not word for word and i ended up watching the whole thing but it, it, i didn't realize it then but i realize it now it was pretty much a, a darkwing duck version of the dark knight returns they did an actual episode where he's darkwing duck in the future and he becomes very and he drives even a tank version of of, of the batmobile or the darkwing duck mobile whatever you want to call it and i thought like damn that was so fucking clever then i it, it never really you know the shit you hits you when you're an adult and that you never even picked up on when you're a kid yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, man, is that streaming anywhere, or do you have to watch it like on YouTube? I found it on YouTube, man. Uh, but I wish I, I, I hope you know some uh, Netflix or Hulu. I, I haven't found uh, Darkwing Duck on there yet. I'm just gonna fucking order the seasons off Amazon or something. I just for that one yeah. episode though. I really just want to see that one episode. It was a two parter. Mm. And I'm gonna have to check that shit out. Yeah, it, it was pretty crazy. Like, uh, I guess Goslin travels to the future, but. In the past, uh, Gosling and her little sidekick, but in the past, it seems like she's dead. So it's kind of like a Jason Todd that throws Bat or Darkwing Duck into this dark world spiral where in the future, it's kind of like a, like a dark uh, utopia, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty yeah. tight. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I, I, was, I was just thinking about it today. I, like, I wonder if, if you heard of it, too. No, man, I haven't. And it, it, you know what's crazy? It's like I'll be on Instagram, and I'll just be randomly looking at stuff, and then I'll fucking see a picture of a cartoon that I clearly remember watching, but I don't remember anything about it. And it, it trips me out because I wonder, like, how much how much shit I have in the back of my head, like, yeah. <laughs> that I really enjoyed, but I don't even remember enjoying it. That's happened to me with a few girlfriends back in the day, where, like, you run into them at a bar... <laughs> <laughs> you run into a bar and you know you know them from somewhere and then they're, and then they they get offended because you don't like it's not it's I drink too much man you know it's nothing like on you <laughs> I don't have enough brain cells <laughs> that's kind of the same thing oh, with man, the cartoon fucking been there <laughs> it's always weird when a when a guy or whatever it is a girl or a guy comes up to you and they know you by name and you got to play the pronoun game you're like oh what's up dude oh what's up guy how you been you know that kind of thing i don't know oh man you know what you know what i do to avoid those weird situations i just pretend like i don't know anybody everywhere i go (laughs) (laughs) like uh like not too long ago um they opened up a they opened up a walmart kind of like between two walmarts that were already existing so the one that they happened to open up kind of like catered to the area where I went to school. So I went in there one time because I could grab something. I walked in there and it was like a fucking high school reunion, man. <laughs> and I just fucking like, I just looked down and nothing. Like, I didn't want to fucking, I don't like that whole awkward like, oh, how have you been? What yeah. You yeah, my wife hates that too. <laughs> I could see that fat, cool, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> 
That's hilarious, man. Do you ever hit, get hit up on, like, social media, and then people are asking, like, oh, let's hang out, and you're going to be like, oh, shit, ignore or block or something like that? Nah, I, I don't have a Facebook anymore because it used to get me into a lot of trouble. Oh, okay. So as far as my, as far as my personal, <laughs> as far as my personal Facebook, I got rid of that. Like, man, it's been like, maybe like four, three or four years since I've been online. Oh, snap. But, uh, I just recently made one for the show. Like, uh, aside from like the like page, I made just a regular, uh, Facebook account. For the show. Oh, okay. And and as soon as I was on there, I was like, "Fuck, I don't like this shit." It asked me for my phone number, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's fucking showing me my mom and my dad and all my aunts and uncles. And I was like, "What the fuck?" I could not find any way to like unlink my contacts from that shit. So I literally started it like yesterday or the day before yesterday, and I deactivated it a little while ago. <laughs> you didn't have to put your phone number, man. It, yeah, because I did, because I was trying to open the app on my phone, and oh. like, you, know, you need to use your phone number to get on the app. That, what, I, that, and I, I remember that happened for me, like, you know, I said, you know, the kind of humor I do or whatever, the jokes I write, and I remember the fucking first day that I, I regretted it because it was like, it had been about a year, but my mom kept friend requesting me, my mom and my grandma, and finally I said, fuck it, I'll add them and they'll, ne they'll never be on this shit, and then like the first joke I say, it's it's a joke I have about my mom, and then she's, <laughs> and then <laughs> she goes on there, and she, oh, okay, the, I'll tell you the joke, it was like, uh, it was something stupid, it was like, oh, I got in a fight with my mom, she called me a son of a bitch, and I said, yo. You know, that's it. That's something stupid like that. <laughs> and then she puts on the comments, Niño grosero, nunca dije eso. And I was like, oh, shit, I got called out. <laughs> and and her comment had more likes than my whole post. And I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. You know, I, I always did the same thing. I wanted to deactivate and no family members or, you know, immediate family members added to my shit, you know, for the exact same reason, you know? <laughs> yeah, and you know what's fucking even shittier? Like, I've had this phone number for so long that, as soon as I did that shit and it started suggesting all these people, it was like a ton of fucking people that I've like long cut out of my life that I want nothing to do with. <laughs> and it just keeps like showing me like, you want to be friends with this guy that you had his phone number on the phone three years ago? I'm like, no, man, I don't want fucking nothing to do with half of the people are showing you. I don't want like anything to do with them. I'm like, God damn it, man. And then it started showing me like, Everybody that I work with, my boss and stuff. Oh, yeah, screw that. Yeah, I guess, you, I mean, yeah, in that sense, social media is pretty much hell, especially with the people you work with. There's plenty of times where I'll say something, like, controversial, but obviously just for the humor. And then the next day at work, I'll get something, some shit at it from, from some coworkers, like, giving me the the bad eye. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem, dude? I don't, I don't really mean that shit, you know? Uh, no, of course I'm not going to yeah. vote for Trump. You know, of course, of course Trayvon Martin was a tragedy. You know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, so fuck Facebook. I'll probably rant about that again later this week. That was fucking lame, man. I, I it started off cool, right up until I got tricked into giving up my phone number, and then it all went to shit. Yeah, f let's go back to MySpace. Fuck that shit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, did you guys, like, there where you live, did you all ever have a, what the fuck is it called? It was like a MySpace ripoff. <laughs> I don't think so. Man, I don't know what it was called, but it was like this fucking social network, like, where all the good apps hung out. Oh, no. That shit was the funniest. No, man, I don't think so. Oh, I just remember going straight from MySpace to Facebook, like, within a week, and then I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man, my bad. <laughs> 
Man, I'll, I'll find like, later on tonight, I'll find like some old fucking screenshots of whatever that website was. It was like nothing but fucking cholas and good <laughs> rats. <laughs> well, now you gotta show, you gotta tag me in this. I wanna know now. <laughs> yeah, I'll find it, man. I'll find it. You're, uh, so you're living in, uh, like farther south, like McAllen, Texas, right? So, which is pretty much borderline Mexico. Yeah, um, that's pretty crazy. Do you get any of that, like, uh, you know, living on border towns or border cities, do you have any of that whole, like, uh, drug cartel fl- uh, flood into you more often than the, you know, the other cities and all that? Well, I, it, it's kind of tough, like, where we live, it's, it's, uh, it's not like a, like a metropolitan area, because it's not that big, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not, not like fucking you know, like a little village right on the border. Yeah. But if you, if you go, like, west a little bit to, uh, like, Laredo, Texas, that's where shit's pretty crazy. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. But, I mean, I, I, I know a lot of stuff because my dad was a Border Patrol agent for 25 years. Oh, that's fucking dope, man. You got to have him again on the podcast. He's probably got some good stories. Yeah, and then my uncle also is currently, currently an agent here, down here also. That, that's so they fucking, our, our dads would have clashed. Always, our dads would have clashed, man. Our dads would have clashed because my dad hopped the border to get over here. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he's got he's got some crazy stories. My uncle was telling me one uh, recently. Probably won't talk about it right here, but I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, man. For sure, no worries. Yeah, some fucking interesting stuff. They were actually following my uncle around for a while on that TV show. Oh really? That's tight, man. What is it? What? Yeah, uh, well, it was like Cake it. Wars. Was it? <laughs> what was it? Cake Wars. No, what's that? <laughs> what? Which TV show was it? Cake Wars or Cops or something like that? Yeah, uh, whatever the one on. I think it's like Nat Geo. Where they follow Border Patrol specifically? Yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty cool, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I always, uh, I was uh, like lately for some reason the the kind of porn I've been watching has been Border Patrol porn. I don't know if you've ch- ever checked it out, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like uh, like girls trying to cross. Uh, man, you, know, you know what's fucked up is I know exactly what you're talking. About. Yeah, man, girls are trying to cross and they don't speak English, and the dude's just like, all right, you know what you got to do. Like, dude, I don't know why I've been I've been I've been into that lately, but you know my mind is a little warped, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, now I want to talk about your uncle. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, what you would call it? Yeah. So, uh, but actually, what I was bringing up is, were you there for the big floods that we were hearing about that was going down there? Did that affect you guys? The what? The big floods that were that was pretty much like sinking Texas. Was that affecting you guys, or was uh, that more no, central? No, no, no. That that was a, that was further up north, like in the Houston area. Oh, that's right. That was Houston. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my bad. Yeah, we barely got like a little bit of rain, if anything, like drizzle from that. We didn't really get anything. It's crazy how big Texas is, you know, right? Like you can be talking to, about most other states, with the exception of actually California, most other states don't get that where they're talking about one part and it has nothing to do with you on this part of town, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, man, fucking getting out of here is the worst drive ever. Oh, I've done it. Trust me, I've done. It. I used to drive from um a little bit for, from Kennedy, Texas, which is kind of a little bit uh, further south than than um 
Corpus Christi. I think I mentioned it to you before. And I used to have to make that drive. Yeah, to, yeah. I used to have to make that drive to Houston, and you'd literally be passing through towns or that say population 200. Like, like what? And you're going for miles and miles on the road, like just at seeing nothing but farms and animals. And like, man, where is civilization? I hope I don't get fucking. I hope I don't break up, get a flat tire out here or something, dude. If it wasn't for like MapQuest or Google Maps, I don't, I don't know how I'd fucking work the job I do, you know. <laughs> Yeah, man, it fucking sucks. Like driving from all like the chip down here all the way to like El Paso, and then it's like the worst thirteen hours of my life. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then once you get out of here, like everything is literally just boom, boom, boom. But the next day, next day, next day, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, that is true. You're right. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, actually, you know, I did want to ask you, like, what made you start the uh, the Friday Night Fandom podcast? Was it when my assumption was uh, it Epic Comic Cast that they kind of inspired you? Yeah, they, they definitely. That was the first podcast I ever listened to. Mm. So that that was definitely like kind of what put it in my head that I could do it. Yeah. And then uh, and then listening to like Kevin Smith also. I think Kevin Smith is like what really fucking got me going. Yeah. But I definitely like contribute all of this to Epic Comic Cast and Pop Culture Leftovers and you know Kevin Smith. Yeah. But yeah, like like listening to him, like I, I'm sure you've heard like his older episodes and stuff where he just talks about he's like I'm just a fat fuck and I just record and talk and I have a good time. Yeah. And anyone can do it, and that's definitely what got me going. I was like, well, I mean, the whole deal is like I never I never cared if anybody listened. It was just all about recording conversations between me and the guys in Savannah. Yeah. And just so we could, because we did have like some pretty funny conversations when. Yeah, you know, we'd be drinking, other things would be happening, and we just start. We would just be laughing and laughing. So that's where it all came from. Yeah, absolutely. But now it's kind of it's kind of evolved into this thing like uh, where it's it's like it's gone a little further than just a hobby because I I've really started to take it a lot more seriously like than they have. Uh huh. So yeah, I mean that's where it all started, and I hope it goes a little bit further than where we're at now because so far it's been a fun ride, man. A lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's literally one of my favorite ones. And for me, I'm someone who, um, like, I was listening to over two dozen podcasts before I found Epic Comic Cast, and and then be, and then that led me to your podcast. And I really like. For me, it takes a lot. Uh, it takes a lot for me to like. Okay, it's on the rotation now because it takes up so much of my time. And I and I have and so when I found your podcast. I straight up like, oh shit, this is exactly what I what I what I like. It's just you guys drinking, having a good time, talking about shit I like, you know. And you are, and I, you definitely are the forerunner because you, you you definitely steer the ship when it try, starts to get off course, or whatever. You definitely go back to yeah. it. So, but that's cool though. I mean, that's great. That's I mean, I found it so hard when you have a lot of people on a podcast. It's easier when you have one or two or three, but when you have like like you guys have like what four right or four or five. Uh, it's four total. Four. Sometimes, if I'm lucky, it'll be me, Josh, Brian, and Savannah. Yeah, there you go. So it's you know it's it's definitely harder to steer the ship the more people are on it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. But lately, it hasn't been too bad. Since <laughs> they haven't showed up, I've just been making my own schedule, doing things at my own pace. I, I still think. I yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I was just going to say I, I don't mind. Uh, like as far as putting out the shows like that because it's super fun having guests and stuff yeah but at the same time it does kind of suck because 
like us recording that that was basically like the nights when the guys would come and hang out and we'd drink all night and, you know them not recording means that they haven't really been around these past few weeks so that kind of sucks but at the same time you know it's still my show and I still enjoy doing it whether they want to if they whether or not they can like make time to come out or you know if it's me finding a guest or fuck it if it's me recording by myself I still have a good time uh, yeah, absolutely right. Some of those are some of my favorite ones, the ones where it's just you for a few minutes, and then you're just talking and going on a little rant. Those are pretty awesome, too. Actually, my favorite ones are the ones where you guys aren't – I think it was the – like, I think you were trying to Periscope or something, but you guys are just eating around, <laughs> like, having a regular conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, um, that might have been, like, the last show that we were all together for. It could have been, yeah. Either that – was that yeah, the same as the Deadpool one? It might have been the same as the Deadpool one, too, if I remember that correctly. Or no, I don't know. I, I know that that's when uh, that's when we were eating all that Japanese candy. Yeah, that's right. It felt like I was I was listening to a BuzzFeed video about like American Spy <laughs> Japanese snacks or some shit. Yeah, that shit was fucking funny because we were on Periscope and I was I was recording. Man, people on the internet are fucking ruthless. Oh uh, yeah, they were just talking all kinds of shit. <laughs> Dude, someone the other day, my son likes to go on those like uh, you know watch uh, Minecraft videos and PewDiePie and all that. And he's commenting as yeah. he's watching something, and someone told him to shut the fuck up. And I was like, my son's eight years old, dude. I wanted to go through that screen and whoop someone's ass like crazy, dude. I was like, what the <laughs> fucking at? Like, I really wanted to go out there and start talking about, like, you mothers get cancers and over, you know, like, damn, fuck you guys. You know, like, just rip into them. But, I, yeah, dude, internet, uh, you definitely have to have strong skin, uh, uh, thick skin for that kind of bullshit, you know? Yeah, and then that's when we find out that. Brandon does not have thick skin. She did not like all the men calling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, it, it's a, uh, girls are definitely a little bit more sensitive in general, generally speaking. Uh, it, it is a little rough, yeah. Like I said, it, it, as a guy, as, as you know, uh, Samantha being your girl and, like, Tommy being my son, like, you just, you feel like you want to do something for them, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. That actually was funny because I was letting dudes have it back, too, and, <laughs> and then they would keep going, and ah man, I wish I had, I wish I had saved that video because it was seriously some of the funniest shit. <laughs> was it longer than what you guys had? Uh, yeah, because we ended up turning off the recorder because we got, I was getting annoyed because like all the foil was crinkling and shit. So oh yeah, <laughs> we turned off, we turned off the recorder, but we kept recording on Periscope. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I got it. I don't think I have you guys on Periscope. Well, I don't really have it. Uh, Loaf really handles all the other social medias outside of, like, uh, pretty much everything on Snooze and Boo's social media is under his name. Like, he, he kind of handles all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I hardly use it, too, man. I think also, like, that's probably the last time I used Periscope, too. Yeah, I think it went down, pun intended. Yeah, it definitely did. Like, it seemed like this really cool idea, and then all of a sudden, you're like, eh. Well, everyone's everyone started doing the uh, Facebook Live kind of ripped them off, and everybody's everybody knows Facebook, so now Facebook Live is a thing, you know. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's just corporate bull bullshit. Fuck Facebook, though, right? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> That's funny. Man. So, what else you uh you you check? What else is on the movie right now? You check out Jungle Book yet? Nah. Yeah, Does I don't it, like the movie going up, so it's you don't not like Indians. That I have like the urge to go check out. You don't like Hindi people, Indians? Nah, <laughs> they don't listen to this. Fuck them. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen it? Yeah, I saw. I took I took the the kids the other day. Um, I I really actually liked it. I really enjoyed the the fuck out of it. I mean, anything with Bill Murray, yeah. I watch. 
I mean, I heard like a, I, ha- I haven't heard anything bad. Like all I've heard are good things about it, but it just doesn't seem like a movie I need to run out to the theater and see. It definitely seems like something I can wait for Redbox. Well, I definitely recommend seeing Jungle Book before Captain America three because I think it was it's a game changer. You know what I mean? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> John Favreau did direct it though, and he did the first two Iron Man, so you never know, you know. Maybe there's a connection there. So yeah. Um, what's I think your... he's supposed to come back later. Oh really? I hope so. Yeah, I was reading some stuff that he might he might come back as a producer for what is it like the Infinity Wars? Oh really? I didn't hear that. That's pretty badass. He's definitely yeah. he's definitely pretty much started the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And you put it in a good direction. What other news? I mean, you're more probably up to date with comic book news than myself. What other news have you heard up there? Man, you know what? This past week was slow. I, I mean, that's why I didn't even really uh, bother reporting anything this, this week on the show because everything I had just seemed so, like, you know, unimportant. I honestly, like, off the top of my head, I can't even think about um, anything interesting that actually that actually came up. Yeah. It's been slow news week. Well, did you hear... It's kind of like... Yeah. That? Did you hear that uh, Michael Keaton dropped out of the Spider-Man film? Yeah, yeah. I thought I you might like that, that. Since, since you hated him as Batman. I thought you might like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I wonder who he would have even, like, portrayed. Well, the rumor was the Vulture. Mm. You see, I don't really know anything about... Uh, about the characters, like, is that character an old-ass man? Or? Yeah, he's actually an older guy who kind of finds, like, a, a, a serum that makes him, like, 30 years younger, but only for, like, an hour or two. Oh, uh, okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, I was thinking, like, this dude's old as fuck. Like, how is he supposed to be keeping up with this 15-year-old kid or whatever age they're portraying him at? Yeah. Uh, well, they replaced him. Now Now, who's going to be that role is uh, Adam West. So I thought that was kind of interesting. No, I'm kidding. He's <laughs> oh, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I don't. No, I, sh- I, I think he, he like, I think he stepped out once they signed uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. I can see that. Yeah, that, that makes more sense. He's definitely a bigger draw than Michael Keaton. I think. Oh, at this point in time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think that's the only, like, I don't know, I think that's, the, yeah, you're right, it's a slow news week, because that's the only thing I heard recently of anything that happened in the Marvel, Every everybody's just pretty much waiting for, uh, for Civil War to drop, so people can, um, go and, you know, say how much better it was than BVS and all that. Yeah, but, you know, I'm not opposed to agreeing with them, but I just don't want people to say it just to say it, yeah. Well, I definitely don't, like, it should be judged on its own, not in comparison to BVS. You know, BBS was a yeah. separate thing, and let's not let's not be like, um, oh, you know, like, uh, oh, you see that DC? Take that DC. Marvel put out better. Like, why does that have to be the way? Why can't Marvel just put out a great movie and without even bringing up something like, you know, uh, DC? You know, the failure of BBS, alleged failure of BBS. You know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, if it's good, it's good. Yeah, absolutely, man. <sighs> Uh, so did you um, did you get any affected by the deaths of China and Prince and that's all been all over the news lately? Uh, the what? The deaths of China and Prince. Oh man, don't care. No, <laughs> fuck that. Nah. Were you big into wrestling? Were you big into wrestling or the no, Attitude Era? Care. Were you big into the Attitude Era? 
Nah, dude, I never watched wrestling, ever. No, not even like uh, luchadors or wrestling wrestling or anything? Nothing, man, nothing at all. Yeah, me neither. That shit's gay. Fuck that. No, I'm kidding. Hey, you, know, you know what's funny is my grandpa is like super into wrestling. Currently? Yeah. <laughs> every time I go, whenever we're in San Antonio, we, we hang out there at my grandparents' house, they'll be watching that shit, and then so I'll like we'll tease them about how it's fake, and then my dad will come out yelling at us to shut the fuck up, not bother him. <laughs> Why are you fucking with your grandpa, man? There's probably like a lonely tear that comes out of his eyes. Man. He's probably thinking, I could have whooped your ass back in the day, man. Fuck you guys, man. That sucks, oh, man. man. That's tight, though. That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, what about what? Well, what did you listen to music-wise then, growing up? Uh, man, what did I listen to? Like a lot of stuff my my parents were listening to, and my uncles and stuff. Like a lot of country music, a lot of uh, I don't know if you guys have Tejano music over there, but a lot of that. Yeah, man, Selena's the best. What's up? Yeah, so a lot of that, a lot of it is like, like, uh, a lot of it is like local music, a lot of the artists, well, as far as that type of music, yeah, a lot of them are, are, you know, based out of here, or a little bit, you know, east or west, everyone's pretty close. Hey, have you heard, yeah. But yeah. A lot of country music, man, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that was coincidentally my, my father as well. And it's it's not really, like, in Cal- in Texas, it's a little bit more common than it is in California for uh, Hispanics to be into country music. So uh, that's why, yeah. I, so, but I but I feel you on that, you know, because I'm, I'm a big uh, country fan myself. But have you heard, uh, you know, I keep promoting him, but have you listened to Wheeler Walker Jr. yet? I keep uh, trying to put uh, promote him out there and anything like that. Have you heard him yet? <laughs> No, but you're always talking about him. I need to check him out. But he, it's like it's like comedy music, right? Well, he's actually uh, it's an alternate. I mean, he is from Kentucky. It's like he did grow up there, but he's actually a comedian named Ben Hoffman who used to have his own show out here. And he actually did a few songs as Wheeler Walker Jr. on the show, but nobody remembers that show because it got canceled like half a season into it. But I remember it because I know you know like you know the comedy world. And when it came out, like. I started going on his uh, comments, and everybody like thinks he's really serious because there's all these like kind of like white Christian, you know, uh, conservatives that are be like, "This is not music. This is garbage. How you know? How dare you guys consider it? like? Oh my God, relax. He's just, it's just a fucking joke. Like, but it, like I said, it it is it is a uh, like the the music is comedy, but it's not like it's good action. It's actually good music. It's just the lyrics that are funny because what he says is so fucking outlandish. You know what I mean? It's that, but it is good music. Yeah. Kind of like uh, it's not like we're now. That's that, what you're thinking. There's a guy that always pops up on my fucking Pandora. Some old ass dude. And it kind of reminds me of that. <laughs> oh, really? But, and I, I I can't remember who the guy is, but he basically he's like he sings like regular country music, but the songs are just like crazy songs about just like outlandish things. It's not. Is it? Is he Australian? No, no, he's a, he's a, I think he's an American dude. Oh, okay. Try, not Sturgill Simpson or anything, right? No, man, I can't remember his name and it's going to fucking bug me. Because <laughs> there's a few other guys that are kind of like that, Sturgill Simpson and um, who's the other one? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah, I, I think I, I think I know what you're ta- who you're talking about, because not, not too many of them out there, especially with country music, you know? Yeah. So what other... Uh, yeah. 
you told me something that made me uh, kind of wonder before because you said you don't really listen to any mainstream podcasts at all. Everybody you listen to is kind of like a lo- like us. They're local, like you know, uh, what would you call us, indie podcasters or something? I don't know what you'd call <laughs> us. <laughs> Whatever our name or genre is, uh, nobody that's famous, right? No, just non-mainstream people. No, because I can hate ads and I don't like commercials, and you know, I think it's it's stupid, like fucking asking me to sign up for your Patreon so you don't have to work and you can just post on everyone paying your bills and shit. Like, it gets to me. There's some shows that I've actually dropped because they started off really cool and then all of a sudden they're like, you know, uh, help with this Kickstarter and then from Kickstarter it fucking turns into like, oh, we got these sponsors listening to these commercials and then from there it's like, oh, join our Patreon. It's like, if I can fucking do this shit for free, or not for free, but if I can do it to where, you know, I don't even make a lot of money and I'm still, you know, it's manageable for me. I don't need people giving me money. Yeah. Like, why do I want to be giving you money? That's a good Fucking point. Give me money for listening to your show. Yeah. That's a good point, man. That's pretty arguable up there. I definitely don't, um, like, I do support, you know, I'd, I'll make donations to some of them, but it's not to any of the ones that uh, are mainstream. It's only to the ones that don't do that, like something like yours or Epic or, you know, whatever the, uh, the you know, some of the other local ones that I listen to. Those are the ones I want to get money to because the other ones, like, fuck you guys. You guys are famous already, man. I don't need, why would you need any more money, you know? Uh, yeah, but I feel where you're coming from on that. Yeah, that's interesting, huh? That's That's pretty, that's a good point of view on it. I never even really thought of it like that, you know? Yeah, like, I know Kevin, I think Kevin Smith was like an inspiration to me, but I actually don't listen to any of his shit anymore. Oh, really? For the ads? Yeah, I used to be like really big into uh, telling Steve Dave, but that's just nothing but fucking commercials. And they try and do like this funny thing where, oh, let's turn our commercials into skits. It's just like, it's fucking annoying. I don't like that. I'd just rather not listen. Oh, Brian Watt from Let's Home See. Brian and Watt. Yeah, they, they used to be one of my favorites. They used to have this old, uh, another hockey one too called, uh, Puck Nuts or whatever. I, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, whatchamacallit. It's funny you say that about Kevin Smith specifically because he had the exact same point of view that you did about movie making. Uh, there was recent, not recently, a few years ago, Zach Braff tried to start a Kickstarter to fund his own movie, even though he's like a rich, you know, he used to be on that show Scrubs. And he did the exact same thing. He put a Kickstarter to like, fund his other movie, Garden State, and Wish You Were Here or whatever. And people were like talk, mm-hmm. kind of talking shit to him because, hey, dude, you're a fucking movie star. You have millions of dollars. Why the fuck are you taking money from the fans? And Kevin Smith kind of was out there speaking up with like, fuck you guys, man. You know, you put up your own mo- If you really love that movie so much that you want to make it, uh, put up your own cash. You know, don't ask the fans for it. And he, you're, you have that kind of same stance against po- against podcasting. And but you still don't listen to him either for that same reason. Yeah, That's, I, it's like I mean, not just with him, but just in general. Like I think something gets lost once you stop doing this as a passion, and it turns into you trying to monetize your podcast or you trying to make a living off of your show because. You know, then you're not you're not putting like the same. I don't know. It's kind of weird. No, I know. Like, actually, you're not putting the, the same effort you were. Uh, not necessarily the effort, because I'm assuming if you're trying to make money, you're going to be putting effort. But it just doesn't feel as authentic, uh, as genuine as it did before. And I've definitely seen that progression with other shows. Like I really, really uh, like. For example, there's a show that uh, it's called the No Sleep Podcast. The No No See podcast. Yeah, and you know I'm I'm 
I like if I really desperately need something to listen to, I'll go back to that. But I I kind of dropped off because in the beginning, it was just you know these it's it's like a horror fiction podcast, just scary stories and stuff. Yeah. You know, and this this guy that the producer or whatever creator, he was able to do this show for like a year or two years, and it was fucking great. But then, you know, all of a sudden he's saying like, well, I need, I need, you know, I need to do this and we need to pay people for stories and this and that. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's charging fucking $20 for a season pass for a podcast. And what happens is I get like two stories, but if you pay for the season pass, you get like two hours worth of content. So it's like, you know, you're kind of fucking me over, man, before you were able to do this before with no problems. And now, like now I have to pay. Yeah, yeah, I definitely get you. You know, I, I think uh, what you were, you might have been trying to say earlier, because I, I feel the exact same way. When um, once you have someone that takes directive of your podcast, and now you have to take so many seconds or minutes away to promote their shit, it kind of skews you away from the story you're talking about. And what if like like if uh, Reeboks are shitty? I don't like Reeboks. I like Nikes, but Reeboks pay me, so now I have to pump out all this bullshit about Reebok, you know? And and then that's where I lose the authenticity or the uh, the genuineness to the podcast. Now I'm just kind of repeating lines instead of having the actual conversation that I used to love in the beginning or what you get from the you know from that. So I definitely feel where you're coming from on that, man. Now you got pressure on me not to take any ads if I ever get to that point, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and you know, and I don't know, because when I started this whole thing, I told the guys, I was like, man, the first chance to fucking sell out, I'm going to sell out like a motherfucker. <laughs> but now, now I don't think I ever would, just because, you know, as a listener, I realize how frustrating and how annoying it is to have, you know, this entertainment that's supposed to be free. And when you're doing that shit at me, it makes me feel like it being free doesn't really count because, you know, I'm still getting shit I don't want. Yeah. I'm not paying for it. So now I don't think, you know, I definitely, my mind has changed since when I first started. I definitely don't think I would ever sell out. Well, that's good, man. Good on you, man. How long ago did yeah. you start your podcast? What's that? How long ago did you start your podcast? Um, I think I checked not too long ago. I think we started like in November of 2014. Oh, wow. You've been doing it for a few years and that's pretty awesome, dude. Yeah, but I mean, we kind of suck. Like we would have weeks where we wouldn't record. So that's why even though like this past November, I chose to not, you know, celebrate anything. I wanted to wait until we put out like 52 straight, like not straight, but like 52 whole episodes. Yeah. So that's why I think it was like maybe a month or two ago is when I, well, I think I talked about it on the show for a little bit, but that's when I decided like, okay, now I'll say that I've been podcasting for one year. Yeah, I gotcha. I feel you. That makes sense. Yeah. Very strong yeah. on your convictions for that, right? <laughs> yeah. So this year, I think, one, or not, I think, but this year, one of my goals definitely is to not miss a single week of recording. That was my goal. That's kind of actually why you're on right now, because I still wanted to record, you know. <laughs> so hopefully we put some yeah. out. <laughs> hopefully we it, get some. It sucks too because it's like you know it, it. It's one of those things. Also, like as a listener, I realize how frustrating it is when you know I'm not saying that oh my show's so awesome, people are waiting for it, but like me personally, when there's a show I really like, it sucks when they miss a week and then you know you gotta wait another week. Yeah, so that's why. It, you know, I think everything that I do, I try and do from the point of view, like, as a listener. I don't try and, 
you know, I'm not trying to do anything for the benefit of you. It's like always like what would be the best, or not the best, what would other people appreciate, not necessarily for myself, you know? Yeah, no, I absolutely know exactly what you mean. That's a good point. You're making some really good points. Yeah, I definitely, have you gotten anybody like um, hit you up on messaging before? Or even run into someone even in the street, but like that recognize you, or like has something to say to you about the podcast that they really enjoy, and are giving you like props. Or have you gotten that before? Besides like reviews and all that. Uh, uh, <laughs> just um, this is this is like the first and last time, just because I mean I don't really put my face out there or anything as yeah. far as the show goes, but um. And I don't even really think it counts either because it's kind of like family. We went to a wedding last weekend or the weekend before. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, I guess Savannah kind of pushes the show on her personal Facebook. So I, you know, her relatives or whatever see me and check it out. So while we were there, they were like, uh, like coming up to me and telling me like, oh, I love your show. It's cool and this and that. So I thought that was kind of cool. But then I was like, nah, it doesn't really fucking count. <laughs> Is it ever awkward for you, like, let's say Savannah's family, and, uh, and, uh, you, you know, you're, you're like, oh shit, what did I say that one episode about her? And it's, like, kind of offensive. You don't want them to give you the bad eye. Cause trust me, I have uh, that all the time. Nah, nah, cause it's all, they're all young. The people that check it out are, like, younger people. It's not, like, old, old aunts or anything listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> cause I get yeah, that, nah. I get that all the time. Cause you know how. You know how I am with the, you know, with Jackie, my wife Jackie, when she's on the podcast, especially, you know, I gotta get a little, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what, I don't know, out there, or whatever, uh, say some shit. I think in the last episode she was on, I, I, I coined her nickname Pussy Lips or something like that. <laughs> so every now, so every now and then I'll get a text from you like, why are you, why are you saying this about her? Don't you love her? And I'm like, what the fuck? Yes, you guys are missing the whole point. You get the fuck out of here. Don't give me. The-. They're literally like texting me, heckling me. You know that kind of bullshit. Right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. no, I've never ran into anything like that, but I think also because we don't really talk too much about ourselves. Like, I feel like your show is, like, a really personal show, and you, like, let us into your life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, ours is kind of, like, just the books and the, and the news or whatever, so we don't really get to get into stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I that's guess that's true. the stuff we'll, we'll say for, like, when we're outside drinking on the porch and stuff, and we want to start going off on crazy stuff like that. You guys got to record that, because I want to hear that, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, that's where, like, all of this was supposed That's, like, when all... That's everything that was supposed to get recorded. But then, as Brian mentioned, one time he was like, it kind of fucking turned into, like, this thing that we were doing for fun, and now you kind of turned it into this thing that, you know, it's like, you have, like, a... It's like so organized and stuff. I was like, well, yeah, because I mean, that's what we I like talking about. Like, yeah. Initially, that's what we were trying to capture all those outside conversations, but you know, fucking two years later, and they're still getting lost outside, and nobody's ever going to hear them. <laughs> Someday, one day, right? Yeah. Well, so well you know what? Now yeah. that I have that portable recorder, I probably couldn't record stuff like that without any problem because, Don't. like, here at home, uh, people that listen can't tell but it usually takes us like a good fucking four and a half hours to record you know an hour and a half or two hours of fucking content just because i have to be getting up to go outside and smoke every time I fucking finish a sentence <laughs> so a lot of the show is going on outside when we're not even recording <laughs> nice. that's a lot more trouble yeah. for you man what's that that's a lot more work for you later 
Oh, yeah. You know what, man? That was like one thing I heard you mention, like that you were editing the show. <laughs> I stopped doing that shit a long time ago, man. Now I just fucking upload it and I'll throw it on iTunes and I'll just skip through. Like once I've already published it, I'll just skip through and make sure the audio is fine all the way through. Now I don't even fucking care. <laughs> I just feel like you really particular about pauses and dead air and stuff like that. And now I've been doing it for so long, I don't give a shit. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, well, and then that's why I kind of started like really utilizing that that background music because I think that helps out. Like if there is a you know a second or two when no one says anything, it kind of takes up the space for that. Oh yeah, and it's a good song too. Did you did you get that from somewhere? Did or you have, are you a musician or do you know some musician buddies that did that for you or what? Oh no, I fucking ripped that shit off, man. It's a great song. <laughs> that's that's dope, dude. <laughs> that's fucking funny. I just hope that I just hope I don't get a fucking email saying like, oh, we're taking out all these episodes for copyright. I think you got like 15 seconds, right? Uh, I think that's the most they let you do of a song, 15 seconds, and then you gotta take it down or some shit. Yeah, but I got it like fucking hour, two hours. Yeah, you literally every single <laughs> is just on the background. <laughs> That's hilarious. And who's that chick that does your intro, like the you know that announces you guys? Is that just a computer program, or you had someone record that for no, you? No, uh, I had someone record it. I used an app called Fiverr. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, well, basically you can kind of get anything for five bucks. Yep, yeah. I think you you were promoting that once, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, when I got when I got them done, yeah. What I did was I just uh, I just created like a, I guess a job, and then people kind of send you messages saying like, oh, I can do this or that. You know, I just picked the one chick that sounded good. It's like a modern day Home Depot parking lot, right? Something like that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and you can find everything from like music editing to video editing to like fucking sick thing that they'll call you on the phone for two minutes or five dollars. I've done, I've done that one, man. I've done that one a couple times. It's lonely on the road, and, man. Dude, if you want to just get a kick, you should get on there and just check out. I think it's like, man, I don't know what the category is. I think the category is like strange or weird. <laughs> I was just kidding. I don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, you, thanks. you just click on it, man, and you can check out like all the wild stuff that chicks offer on there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Girlfriend for a day and shit like that. Well, they do that for five bucks. Well, it, everything starts at five bucks. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Like you can get like a one call for five bucks or all day call for fifteen. Some crazy stuff like that. <laughs> Holy shit, that's pretty funny. Uh, that's not bad though. I'll get. Uh, I'm gonna start doing like I need to interview podcast someone to come interview for five bucks. Start paying them. Dude, off. You know what? There was like a big controversy because uh, people were like paying, were paying these people on the website to. I don't remember if it was like Amazon or eBay, like basically paying them to leave them awesome reviews. Oh yeah. And then it. Yeah, I heard about and then that. They kind of like there was like some backlash because then it was like basically shitty people with good reputations when they don't really deserve them. Yeah, I did hear something like that. That was interesting. You know what I did doing? I've been doing um, whenever I'm at a store like a Target or a Walmart, and they have like the sample phones. I'll always go down. <laughs> I'll always go subscribe <laughs> to Snooze and Booze on there. <laughs> I'm gonna start putting you on there too. Don't trip. I'll get Friday Night Fandom on there. <laughs> Yeah, man, you should just leave yourself iTunes reviews. I tried to do that one, but I think it doesn't let you do the account. But I went back to it, like, maybe, like, months later, I went back to that same Target or Walmart, and I'll check if the phone's there, and it's still in there downloading, like, automatically downloading or whatever. I think that's pretty funny. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty funny. 
Yeah, that's cool. Fucking big swag. Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, what's McCauley? Man, there's something else I wanted to ask you specifically, but I can't remember. Don't you hate? I'm not even drinking. I, I, I think I think better when I'm drinking than when I'm not. You know. <laughs> that's how I feel, man. <laughs> yeah, serious. Uh, which McCauley? So when you first started the podcast, and it was, did you have a specific like you? You know, as I know, as Brian, uh, Josh, and Savannah, and you, and do you have that specific number in in your head to or those people, or did you just like you guys were the ones hanging out? So fuck it, let's record right now. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Cause okay, so Savannah, well, since that Austin trip now we're engaged, so now she's my fiance, but before she was my girlfriend. Oh man, congratulations! Uh, oh, thank you. Did so you it, did you Snapchat that? What's that? Did you Snapchat that? Uh, no, I don't think I did. Oh, okay. So what are you saying? Goes in? <laughs> uh, so it's her, me, and then Josh is my younger brother, and then Brian is my younger cousin. And we just always hung out, so that's why I decided that it was going to be with them. Yeah. That's your, that's been your clique, your group for just growing up always, so who better than you guys, right? Yeah, and... Uh, we always hung out with Brian, too, since we were little, because our, our moms are sisters. <laughs> and, uh, well, Brian was the one that, like, had always lived at Bolton, so, you know, we were always at their house, and they were always at our house. Yeah. So that's just why we've always hung out. You know, that's kind of carried over to now, where we're older, and we can drink with each other and stuff. Yeah, that's always weird when, uh, like, the little cousins, especially the younger ones that... You grew up kind of beating up, and they're being around, and all of a sudden they're 21, they're starting to hang out with you and drink with you, or you run into them at a bar or a club, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, it's just, it's well, a little dude, weird. Yeah, I had that experience with two of my other younger cousins. Yeah. Uh, Brian invited me to a party, and uh, I guess I guess they, like, like, my other two cousins also hang out with Brian and his friends and stuff, or they all know the same people. So they walked in this house party and there they were, fucking getting drunk and taking <laughs> fucking vomits. So I was like, oh fuck, I've never seen this before. <laughs> yeah, it's always a trip. Uh, it's kind of even the same thing when like, uh, like my, cause I have a, a few, a uh, couple of younger sisters and that, that actually literally happened to me one time at a, at a party where I'm out, uh, it was some party in, in Compton and I'm hanging out there and then I, and my sister walks in with like a, a, a like a straight up case of beer. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, no, no, <laughs> go home right now before it was like one of those kind of things, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's a little weird, but it's, it's just us getting older, you know, you gotta go through it in life. I skipped over something, man. Congratulations on on, on your new fiance being engaged. Uh, how do you feel with this station in life now? Do you, is it is just you part of growing up, or how do you, is it, do you feel any different, or have you always felt like you guys were always together, that kind of thing? Well, yeah, we've been together for like four years, and we've lived together for the past two years. So I mean, nothing really changed. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, that that I think I feel that. That's more of like a white person thing. Like now that we're engaged, we can live together and that kind of thing. Like, come on, for 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 you know, for regular people nowadays, it's like you. As long as you're living together, it's pretty much the same thing as being engaged anyway. You know? Yeah, and I mean, if anything, like what's that expression? It's gotten the um, what's that expression? Brownie point. You know? Oh, right. Now that now that she has the ring, now like I can get away with a little bit more than before. Oh, more more Tijuana trips or what? <laughs> or, uh, or Mexicali? I wish, man. I want to I go out there one of these days. 
Oh, Tijuana? If you do, let me know, man. Yeah. I'll, 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 uh, I'll, I got a lot of family that lives out there. They give me a little tours, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so if you do go yeah, out there, just hit me up. It's been a long time since I've been to Mexico. We used to go to Mexico in high school and drink a lot over there. But, you know, now things have gotten, you know, I mentioned that things aren't bad over here, but over there things are pretty crazy. So we, I haven't been to Mexico in years. Yeah, I think it's calmed down in the last few years for uh, a good, you know, for a good minute. But uh, you know, you know, stories get embellished more over here. It's always a lot crazier than it. It's it seems a lot crazier than it really is. Because you ask the people that live down there or in the thick of it, it's like, yeah, it's part of. They'll tell you like, yeah, it sucks, it's bad, but it's a part of life, and it's not. It's you know, it's just kind of a thing you get kind of go with. It's it just looks worse to the outside world than it is for them, you know. Yeah, and I mean. There's not really any reason to go down there anymore. We used to go just to drink. So you could drink over there underage. But now, I mean, I'll have to drink without an ID. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Plus, you got that beard that makes you look older as hell, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool, man. <laughs> so, what do you got? What, what do you got? Some upcoming episodes? Any any uh, special plans or just regular comic book and movie talk? Uh, well, I want to try and see Civil War this weekend, so. I'll probably try and talk about that, but, I mean, nothing special. Well, I mean, we don't really do in-depth reviews. They, you know, they're usually maybe 10, 15 minutes long. Yeah. So I don't really consider them special episodes when big movies drop. Yeah. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. I thought that I thought that this weekend was going to be big because I was kind of, like, planning on getting press passes to the convention, but it didn't end up working out. Yeah. But I didn't get, I didn't really get the access I wanted to, you know, that I wanted. So it was kind of tough. Yeah, I understand. It didn't really turn out the way I wanted it to. What do you plan on having the whole uh, crew back together again? Shit, I don't know, man. Because Brian started working at, uh, like, fuck, I don't, it's like a big convenience store chain down here. Yeah. So he's working out. He has to like work weekends and work nights and stuff. So it's tough trying to get things together. And then with my brother, <clears throat> my brother kind of uh, like he just brings his commentary. He doesn't really read books, so it's kind of tough to sit down with him and talk about comics. Yeah. So he'll usually come over when Brian comes over. Then you know, then that's when everything clicks. All set. But I don't know, man. Well, I hope soon. I know this weekend we've got plans. I think we're spending Mother's Day with Savannah's parents, and her parents live like a like 30 minutes away. And then Sunday we're gonna be uh, with my mom for Mother's Day. So I don't know. Hopefully Friday I'll get something out. Yeah. Not Saturday night. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, no, that's no big deal. <clears throat> just, you know, I, I, just, you know, so, you know, cause I'm a fan of the, uh, the old school and the new school, but I like what you're doing now too. I don't know. It's just weird. Like, I, it, cause I kind of miss those guys on the podcast, but at the same time, I really like when you have other guests on and when you're just doing the regular conversation. I don't know. It's just weird, but, but, you know, just to give my shout out and love to the other uh, crew, <laughs> the Friday Night Fandom crew. Yeah, man. I, I miss them. I miss having them around. Hopefully we'll get together soon. Yeah, me and Lil. Uh, yeah, like you said, I've been having fun too, like, uh, with new friends that I made through podcasting, having them on and stuff, they all have a lot to offer. You know, uh, it's, it's fun getting other people's insight, not just, you know, the guys, you know, week to week. How'd you, how'd you end up, uh, hooking up with Retro Convo? They're just through the same way me and you hooked up? Uh, I think, I think Ernie actually started listening 
through, oh man, I can't remember if he said that he got onto our show through Twitter or if he said also through Epic Comic Cast. Yeah. But yeah, uh, um, then I, when he started, when he told me that he started listening, I like to check out other people's show when they tell me that they enjoy our show. It kind of makes me think like, okay, maybe they have similar taste. So then usually I'll jump on their show too to check it out. And yeah. I mean, for the most part, it's, it always works out. I'll, like you mentioned earlier, all the shows I listen to have all been through like recommendations of other shows. You know, I started listening to pop culture leftovers through, you know, TC had mentioned them. So I started listening to them. And then from there, you know, I got, I got onto nerd porn. And, you know, I really love that show. And then from there, comic slob. So it's kind of like, I, I hardly ever, you know, got, go out of my way to find shows myself. You know, with the exception of a couple that, uh, like their, like the genre is completely opposite of what I do. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> like those I'll seek out. Like I listen to a lot of crime, uh, true crime podcasts. Yeah. So those I, I those I have seeked out on my own just because I really don't know anyone else that's recommending them. There, there should be like uh, some kind of epic comic cast network that brought all these uh, podcasts together, <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah, well, you know what's funny? That's actually how I, I really got to kind of get to know TC is because I was briefly a part of a network that he was on for a while. So that's how I got to know him. And then, you know, from there, just made friends all over the place. Yeah, I, you know what I was gonna ask you because uh, you know they promoted us a few times, but they didn't. But you were listening to us a long time before that. Uh, How did you even get turned on to my show, to the Snooze and Boost one? Uh, man, um, I think it might have been you telling me that you were checking out my show. You, oh yeah, maybe then. You know what? You're probably right because I remember your yours was the first one. Like uh, getting a thing from you that it was someone who I had no affiliation with. I mean, you were in a whole different state. And that was telling me, like, oh, I'm checking out your show, whoop-de-whoop. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's tight. Because everybody else before then was kind of, I knew through somebody else or somebody else or somebody else, you know, that kind of thing. Like, it, it's usually the way our show got is because we have a lot of guests pretty much every other week. And they'll tell somebody like that. But I never – but yours were the first one that almost came out of nowhere. So I was like, oh, I, I wonder how you even heard of ours and, at all, you know. But, yeah, that makes sense. It might have been just because I checked out yours and, uh, and really liked it and, and then I hit you up, you know. That's what's crazy about this whole yeah. fucking, like, social network. Like, you're literally talking to people who you're a fan of theirs, and it's like this one-on-one direct talk, you know? Yeah, it's fucking, it, it's crazy, man. It sounds kind of cheesy to say, like, it, it's a, like a, a cool community to be a part of, but, I mean, it really is. Yeah. It, it, I've made a lot of new friends and stuff, and not, not only just making new friends, but, I mean, just awesome hours and hours of entertainment, like, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have, like, half of the shows on my lineup right now. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be listening to Prince or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's yeah, yeah, I mean, I used to listen to a lot of music, but honestly, I hardly listen to music anymore. Same. Exact. Dude, I was a musician, and I, ever since, like, I, like podcast came into my life, shit, I want to say, like, 2009... Man, I just, that's all I was just feeling. I just love that information. Just, I don't know, just interesting talks, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd much rather listen to people that have something to say than, you know, just saying fucking music over and over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what, you mentioned something to me. I don't know if you were, it's a throwaway joke, but are you a big, like, science hobby? Uh, is that your big hobby or passion or anything like that? 
It's because I, I had mentioned to you that I was listening to uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's podcast, Star Talk, and you had told me, fuck that guy. If you want to know about science, listen to me, or something like that. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. I don't remember. I could have just been going off on a joke or something. Oh, I thought I just thought you hated black scientists. That's what I was like. That makes sense, though. You know? <laughs> the scientists or scientists? Are there very many black scientists? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's more than one, man. I don't know if there's... <laughs> One famous one. Yeah, him and Mr. Terrific, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Are you, uh, so you haven't, um, I I promise you I won't take up too much of your time, but it just led me to. Oh, cool. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, Good, me too, man. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're coming on. I appreciate you coming on, dude. I I know, I think last week I hit you up literally like five minutes before. I was like, hey, you want to do a podcast real quick? And I I bet you were like, uh, no. (laughs) Like, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Last time, yeah, I was already like, Literally fucking taking my clothes off the bed, getting ready to jump in. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad about that. Um, no, no, I wanted to hit you up about the CW shows. You said you're, are, you're, which one are you keeping up with uh, consistently? Um, the Flash and just barely. Oh, okay. The the Flash. So nothing with like uh, Supergirl, which is a CBS show, but Arrow, Supergirl, and Legends, you, you are, or even Gotham. Any of the other DC ones? Uh, those aren't consistent at all. Mm-hmm. Ah, dude, I fucking hate Gotham. Supergirl, <laughs> I saw the pilot, and I was like, man, this isn't for me. This is too girly. Yeah. And uh, Arrow has been, like, slowly, slowly, like, falling down for me. It's just gotten worse and worse. Yeah. And from what I hear, like, it's not getting any better. I, it, it's either ending or it's already ended, but I just heard, like, terrible things about it. Yeah, I heard the writers say yeah. that they don't care the gripes they have. They're gonna they have their plan and they're gonna keep on with their plan or something like that. Yeah, and that's kind of that sucks to hear because you know them saying that they don't care that they're gonna do whatever they want. It, it's kind of like contradictory contradictory to what they've been doing, where like people have been so obsessed with the whole like Oliver and uh, Felicity, Felicity thing, but yeah. they're just like been force feeding that whole thing since the beginning and it's like uh, I don't fucking need that shit man <laughs> yeah yeah I, 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 that's the one that like I really 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 liked it when it first came out and that's kind of the only reason yeah, I'm still man, watching it the first two seasons fucking blew my mind the right. first season was the best we hadn't seen nothing like that on TV nothing like that man like I yeah, even, and then you know for after the Deathstroke stuff and then they're just going like they're basically like using Batman stories for Arrow, and it was like a huge turnoff for me. Like, do you remember the first time the Flash and Arrow crossed over? Do you remember that episode? It was this moment when Captain Boomerang throws some boomerangs right at Ollie, and then the Flash comes in to catches them. Like that moment, yeah. When I first saw that, I, I remember going on Facebook and going like, "Fuck Batman vs Superman!" I just saw the greatest team up ever. You know, it was so inspired. They need to get back to get creating moments like that. And you have been really this whole last season. You haven't really got that, you know? Yeah, it, it's fucking. It's been a shame. Yeah. But you know, even Legends of Tomorrow for me started off like really strong, and that one, I mean, I kind of lost interest in. I haven't even been keeping up with that one. And I thought I was really into that, and it just kind of fizzled out. I'm still watching that one. It's okay. It's it's not it's not too bad. But they do they do they did the uh, Jonah Hex theme one, which I'm I'm a, I'm a huge like Western fan. I'm a big Cowboys fan. 
and uh and they did the Jonah Hex one and I and I definitely tuned in for that and I thought like okay this picked up right back you know it it, it kind of saved the season for me now I want to watch some more episodes you know yeah um speaking of watching stuff have you seen the trailer for the duel for which one for the duel no I haven't I'll definitely check that out what the duel who's starring in that uh fuck um uh, I don't remember oh uh Thor's brother okay. And who else? Hold on, let me check. It looks really fucking good. Uh, have you seen the trailer for The Magnificent Seven? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was one of my favorite movies as a kid growing up. Um, okay, well, the trailer for The Duel was like a hundred times better than that one. <laughs> really? Oh, shit. <laughs> I definitely check yeah, it out. Like when, I get off with you. when I saw it, I was like, fuck, this is going to be good. What are what are your favorite westerns? Let me get okay. Uh, I know you're big into them, right? You said I know you. I heard you say that before in one of your podcasts. Yeah. So give me your like, give me three of your best old school westerns, and then three of your new school westerns. Uh, okay. I mean, right off the top of my head. Okay, like how old though? Um, like John Wayne, Kirk Douglas type of shit, right there. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, the Cowboys, True Grit. Um. Man, I love the Cowboys when I was little watching that one. Where ta- he gets all the kids. You're talking about the old school True Grit? Uh, yeah, that one. Okay, yeah, cool. That one I really like. And then also the John Wayne, the Cowboys. Yeah, the uh, Cowboys, yeah. Where he gets all the little kids. Uh, of course, fucking Tombstone, Young Guns. And then like newer stuff. I, I thought the 310 the Human remake was good. That's one of my favorites as well, yeah. Yeah, and then I really liked Open Range. Yeah, that's a great one. Not a lot of people have seen that one. Yeah, man, that, that fucking movie is awesome. Uh, does Django count as a western? I, I, I consider it. It's one of my top three cowboy movies in modern day, yeah. Yeah, I, I like that one a lot, too. But I just fucking love, like, all the western stuff. It, it like, I don't know, it just kind of, like, looks, how can I say it? Like, basically, that's how I I wish my life was. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean, man. I wish I could pop someone in the mouth when they were rude, you know, like that kind of thing. It was just that whole uh, lone cowboy, I don't know, I, I, you know, I want to ride a horse. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I did, I did like, growing up, I mean, uh, uh, like, growing up, that's, like, we, I grew up, like, on the ranch and stuff, so. Like never really like experiencing that old Western stuff. It, it, that's what I wish I could have experienced. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, I, I don't know. I think uh, I don't know. For me, man, it was just like the whole kind of um, the way they they spoke. They were polite at the same time, but they had manners, and and they were also could kick ass, and and they had you know obviously they had you know they were cool with the ladies. Like they represented the the, the classic hero to me. You know before before you yeah. know Harrison Ford came along as the cool fucking Han Solo dude or Indiana Jones even. You had the westerns. I mean, those yeah. characters were based pretty much on dude, fucking Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday, exactly the coolest fucking cool dude ever, right? I don't know, man. And I'm, yeah, and I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I think we have pretty similar tastes in that sense. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Django too. Like a lot of people wouldn't consider it a western, I guess, just because it's set in the South. But no, no, it's I, I, yeah, it's a straight up cowboy movie, you know. Yeah. Oh, so the duel. It stars uh, Liam's brother. Yeah, Liam Hensworth. And- yeah, and Woody Harrelson. Damn, that's fucking. That sounds fucking dope, dude. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely check that out as soon as we get off right now. The duel. Okay, cool. Yeah, it, yeah I'm a big fan. Of, I, yeah, I look man. for all that stuff. Yeah, 
Have you seen, uh, it was this movie that came out recently and I didn't get a chance to catch it. I might have to rent it soon. I think it did. I think, was it Kurt Douglas that was in there? Kurt Russell and Bone Tomahawk? Yes, that's the one I'm thinking about. That was a badass you movie, man. you get a chance man. to check that out? Yeah, yeah, I rented it on iTunes. That That was a badass movie, man. Uh, it's definitely like, uh, I think what happened was he didn't want to get rid of his, his facial hair for, for Hateful Eight, so he decided to do another cowboy movie like that. Cause he, <laughs> I think something like that happened like that. But you want to see, cause there's definitely like Kurt Russell in, in a Western, it instantly you think of Tombstone. So that's kind of what was going on here. You, he definitely played like a Doc Holiday version of himself. It, man, I highly recommend it. It's really good. It's a little bit slower, but it's kind of in the sense that 310 of Yuma was, you know? It's a good, good movie. Yeah. Yeah, I recommend yeah, it. I have, to, I have to check that one out. Yeah. Right, you know what I was going to ask you? Uh, last thing before before I let you go. Because um, you, I know you're big in the state of Texas, but you haven't checked out the Preacher comics yet? Because that's literally my favorite comic book of all time. The whole nine-book series. Garth Ennis um, wrote it, and Steve Dillon drew it. And it's set in – it's all about Texas. You know, it, that's what's funny. You haven't checked it out yet. No, I haven't. But I need to. I've been meaning to because you mentioned it. Uh, you mentioned it to me a while back, and then also uh, I keep seeing stuff though, like the TV show. Oh yeah, that's right. So I wanna, yeah, I want to read it before I start watching the show. Yeah, I mean, from the trailer, I already see some differences going on. So I think it's going to be one of those Walking Dead things where the the, the TV show kind of differs uh, different from the comics and everything. But I mean, I'm still going to check it out. Yeah, I was reading an article. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I was just to say, I was reading an article where they flat out came, like the makers of the show just came out and said, like, it's going to be different just because we don't want people who have read uh, the book to Expect. either, like, know everything that's going to happen, or they also don't want them to be bored with the show either. So they came out and said, like, it's going to be different from the book. Oh, okay. That makes sense then. Yeah. But I definitely want to read the book first because, I mean, the fucking books are always better. So are you- I'd rather have that in my head first and, you know, watching the show and then trying to compare the book to the show. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, that's a smart way to go into it. Are you a fan of Garth Ennis? Uh, he most famously did the Punisher Max series. You know, I've never read that show. Honestly, I don't read Marvel. I can't say that I've read, like, like any ongoing titles or any one book. Like, everything I know about Marvel stuff is all second-hand knowledge, like stuff I... Cartoons or movies? And other shows or... I'll just fucking Google stuff just so I know what the main premise of things. Yeah, I, I feel you. <clears throat> no, I mean, well, Garth Ennis, uh, Max Comics is kind of like the rated R Marvel version, and it's and it's set uh, completely apart from the comic book world. Like, this is really set in realism. So if you're going to read anything, that wouldn't be one just because it's very raw, very gritty, but very, very good. But the only reason I bring it up is because he also did a boys uh, comic book, which is kind of similar to Preacher. And they're making that into a TV um, a TV show, and I get I, th- I think Seth Rogen is producing it because he's a huge fan of the book, something like that, something mm-hmm. crazy like that. But I, those are those are my recommendations, just out of the Garth Ennis world, is the Punisher Max one, the Boys, and for sure Preacher. Check check those out. Uh, you know what, man? I was actually not too long ago I was reading a Garth Ennis book uh, called All Star Section Eight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard of that one. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. It was really weird, but I enjoyed that. And I think, oh, man, what else was I, I feel like there's something, there was another book. What was it called? Was it called, 
Okay, yeah, he wrote a book called Pro. Uh huh. Or the Pro, the Pro. And uh, if you have a chance, the dudes over at Comic Club reviewed this book. I think it was like a one shot. Man, it sounds fucking interesting, and I've been trying to find it, but I didn't realize that it was an old book. So the I'm pro. gonna have to like try and find uh, try and find it online. Yeah, I think I'll do that right now. I'm gonna check that out in the duel <laughs> as soon as we get off. Yeah, uh, the pro. I think she's like a man, she's like a hooker or something like that yeah, gets superpowers. I don't know. It's it's like very rated R, I guess. Yeah, most of this shit is like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Will. I'll go on uh, xvideos.com and check out the pro for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, John. Hey, man, I appreciate you coming on and giving me a piece of your time. I uh, I really had a good conversation, man. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, me and Lof have been planning on uh, sometime before the end of the year, we want to go make a trip. If I don't fly out there, I make a trip down to southern Texas just to check it out because Texas is fucking the best. And uh, the only thing yeah. is, the only thing is, uh, all my exes live there, so I usually we just head over to <laughs> Tennessee. Man, you've heard that joke like a hundred times, right? <laughs> Fuck that joke. <laughs> yeah. No, um, uh, yeah, we want to check it out, and we'd love to hook up with you in person, man. Buy you guys a few beers and uh, you know do the do the whole thing, you know. Dude, I've told you before, you let me know when and where, and we'll we'll figure out a way to meet up with you guys. That's awesome, dude. All right, once again, uh, John, appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, um, and anytime, anytime you want to come on, just uh, hit me up, and we'll do this again. Yeah, same to you, man. All right, thanks, man. <laughs> All right, good, thanks. Yeah, that was John uh, from Friday, once again, Friday Night Fandom, found on iTunes. What did you think of the interview? Oh, uh, good stuff, man. Just a conversation, you know, just having us back and forth. Yeah. Uh, he's a funny. Put- what was your favorite? No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, he's yeah he's a cool dude, man. Check out their podcast if you like. Uh, have you got? Oh, okay. So this, you know, we were talking about Captain America with you know oh, right. with John. Uh, what did you? We now we've seen the movie. When I had the interview, that was before the movie. You know, obviously uh, it's Sunday night. What did you think of the film? We went together to see it. Right. What? Tell me what your thoughts on it. I thought it was great. Like yeah. I love like you know when just like it's like this like all star uh, like this all star you know thing going yeah. on for all these different people. Especially, you know, when, you know, everybody's on the same side and there's, like, a rift, you know. What uh, were your expectations going into it? Because uh, I know you didn't see the first two Captain Americas? Or no, I saw the, fir- the first one. Oh, you saw, okay, ex- you didn't see the second one. Yeah. So you didn't see one. any of the Russo brothers. Because Russo brothers did this one. They also did the second one. Mm. They didn't do the, the first one. The Russo brothers are the directors that did, uh, I think I was telling you, they did right. Arrested Development, Community. Community. They're really, you know, so the, uh, in my they're top-notch in my book for the shit. But, right. Yeah. Right. So you got to that means you have to check out Winter Soldier then. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I wanted one. to watch it, but I guess it's not on demand right now or something. Oh, so. okay. So what were your expectations going into it? Uh, you know, uh, it was just um, like uh, just based on like what I because I saw them seeing Superman and Batman yet. Oh, okay. You know, just like I, you know, I keep hearing like all these like really negative things about uh-huh. it as far as like the, maybe the storyline and everything. Oh no, kind of, I, like, you got positive for me. No, I know, I know, <laughs> no. But I mean, just like anything that I hear from anybody. Else. Very mixed. It, the, nothing has divided the uh, comic book community more so. Shit, man. I don't know the last time any, any community was this divided on uh, good or bad on comic book. Can you yeah. think of something? Like this much? Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of maybe between the last Marvel DC crossovers in the early 90s. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, yeah, like, nothing has nah, nothing has divided the comic book community more so than BVS, you know? <laughs> I'm just kind of wondering, like, dang, what am I missing? Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, well, like, ever since that, I'm kind of wondering if this is going to be, like, another thing like that, you know, where uh-huh. it's, like, going to be either really good or really bad, just depending on, you know, what, you know, like, uh, your 
what side you're on, yeah, kind of thing. But you know, I, you know, after watching, it, I was like, cool, man. And, uh, and who was your side? Were you a Team Cap or Team uh, Iron Man? Yeah, I want to say Team Cap. Yeah, definitely Team Cap. I was, uh, yeah, myself as well. And I was, um, you know, my I, I was hanging out with Danny earlier. It's Mother's Day today for everybody at home. So, you know, hanging out with uh, Danny, my nephew, who's a big comic book geek as well. And he's he's Team Iron Man. And we kept going like, what, why? Really? It, was, it was hilarious, like, us going back and forth on it. Like, uh, what, why? No, what? Because and we're making each other's points, you know. Right. But, but the movie, I thought, did a fantastic way of really giving both point of views where you understand where each of them is coming oh, okay, from. Right. Even though you have your preference and you're picking your side, you definitely understand where each one is coming from. It wasn't and, biased. It and you don't like blame, I, yeah, and you don't blame either one. You know, because you, you, I did have that fear where like, well, it's Captain America's movie, so they're probably going to make Iron Man look like a douche. So that, I don't want that. But no, they really did a good job of every, both. Like I, I, I felt we're both, and I was, if I was in either one of their shoes, I'd probably be making the same decisions, you know? Right. But, but we're not in each of their shoes. And, and, and you know, I'm, it's, it's really, I really, really, I think they were very clever and uh, I shouldn't have I shouldn't have been surprised because you know like I said Russo Brothers I'm big fans of them and they know exactly what they're doing you know? oh okay yeah I, I, um, I was pointing it out to Jackie because I had mentioned to her but are, are, do you watch Arrested Development Arrested Development no I haven't gone into that one yet. Uh, I, 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 I think I spoke about it on the show briefly but it was one of those shows where people kept talking about it I'm like yeah yeah well, you know I'll get to it when I get yeah, to it yeah yeah exactly that's kind of how I am and I finally and then like I was finally like nothing nothing to watch I watched all my shit all, you know whatever uh, and then me and Gwen's like, all right, let's do it. You know, we're, you know, I think we had just finished 30 rock and, you know, parks and rec was already done. Oh yeah. And yeah. me and Gwen like, what should we do? Like, and I, and I remember just talking to her like, well, I keep hearing this is good. You want to try to check it out? Like, okay. First episode we're hooked. And then it just ended up becoming like, oh, why, why did, why, why didn't everybody tell me? You know, we should have been listening to this all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like something like that. And, uh, anyways, my point was, uh, the there's this in the season there's a the bluth mobile or the bluth car it's the airport <laughs> stairwell car you know what i'm talking about uh-huh you know those they, they drive up to the air, right. so you, yeah it's, they're like they drive that around wheels exactly so. they drive that around just the city just right guys of the vehicle they have and uh they um you can see it it's, it's an easter egg you can see it in the airport scene where they're the big fight the epic oh fight. okay you can see it in the back right there I'm like oh, oh shit there's a blue and i had you know I'm like yeah that's it you know it's kind of a nod to the rooster brothers and of course dean from uh community he was the dean and when iron man's oh, right, right. doing his little ted talk to whatever <laughs> i thought He's that was funny, cool yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. i love him uh jim rash yeah, he actually has a Oscar for a writer for writing. Really, I think he wrote that George Clooney film. Um, uh, him and a few other writers, of course, but wrote that film. Um, damn, what's that? The Descendants. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what'd you say? I was gonna say, you know, the fucking Batman and Robin. Wait, I oh, which that's one, funny. Which one it was. <laughs> yeah, the, the the really really bad one, Batman and Robin. Yeah. Batman and Robin. Yeah. In retrospect, they're all kind of bad. <laughs> no, but I mean, for what they are, I think it's supposed to be. Well, that's the way I look at it. They're supposed to be that novelty and over the top like mm -hmm. don't try to take it too serious i remember hearing um you know watching the the behind the, you know when you know dvds the extras and all that so i'm watching like the behind the scenes the making of an obvious bullshit and i remember chris o'donnell specifically said like the third one i felt like i was making a movie you know but he's talking about batman forever oh okay and then he's talking about batman the fourth one he's talking about batman and robin i felt like i was making a really long toy commercial <laughs> and i was like oh, that's actually a pretty good representation of what's supposed to be there was this episode for anybody that listens that, that watch, used to watch the Batman animated series. Do you remember that? Oh, episode? yeah, yeah, of course. I, uh, it's widely known as probably the greatest um, comic book cartoon ever. It, it's pretty It's pretty out there. Most most people, you know, Bruce Timm knows how to handle animation. He's the mm. producer of those films. 
and there was an episode in the fourth season, uh, sorry, where it's called Legend. The episode's called Legend of the Dark Knight, and it's basically three kids running around Gotham, telling their version of Batman. Like, no, I heard he was like this. I like urban legends on this, mm. and it's cool because you kind of got to see the incarnations of Batman because they're kids telling these stories. And very exaggerated. One kid tells uh, about a story about Batman, and it's literally a 1940s Batman with giant instruments, over-exaggerated like props. Uh-huh. And it, and they, it's clever because they're getting away with making a 1940s Batman cartoon, but set in the current because it's a kid story. And then there's another one, and uh, the girl looks just like Carrie Kelly from uh, Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller's book. Uh, mm. And he's no Batman's like this. He's really old, and he has a chick Robin sidekick. So he's literally telling you the, ba- the a cartoon version of the Dark Knight Returns. I think that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, familiar. yeah. And then, the, but the third one, uh, one of the guys, uh, one of the kids is uh, that they run into. His name's uh, Joe, and his um, his last name is Shoemaker instead of Joel Schumacher. Joel. So he's like, he's like, no, no, that's not my Batman. My Batman has nipples or something like that. My Batman likes to dance. And it, like, he was very flamboyant. He was obviously being Joe Schumacher. Oh, okay. But it was very, very... The way they, way they did it, so they're obviously making fun of <laughs> the Batman and Robin movies. Gotcha. But, but you know, kind of poking a little nod to him. It's a great episode. If I can find hmm. it, I'll post it up. That'd be a good one. Yeah. I'd probably have to get the season just some of the... DVDs. I had posted up on my Facebook uh, uh, the episode that I was speaking about with the interview with John from um dark green duck when did you do you remember that episode when dark green duck kind of goes to the future like 10 years into the future and he becomes like this dark dystopia uh and he becomes like a really uh gritty villain uh, not a villain he's a batman but he's like very uh like state police batman hmm did you ever i don't remember it? yeah gosling well, what happened was gosling traveled into the future and uh, uh in dark and dark <laughs> dark green duck's perspective she just disappeared or died and hmm. so he kind of goes off the rails because she, she, you know, he, Goslin died, and she, he ends up becoming way darker. But to her perspective, she just left. So it, you know, time is relative all, all the time, or all, you know what I mean. And so she's like, "What happened to you? You're, you're my hero. This isn't this isn't how you're supposed to act." And it's like, after I lost you, everything went dark for me. You know, it, yeah, it's yeah. a really good episode. But I huh. we were talking about that with John, see if he had heard it, and I ended up finding it after the interview, and I posted it up on Facebook. Oh, okay. I'll try to find the same for this Batman episode, so you can you guys at home right, you know what I'm talking it. about. Yeah. 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 What 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 do you remember any cartoons from your childhood like X-Men or Spider-Man or even Iron Man or Fantastic Four uh that you, that you saw again that you remember being awesome and you saw it again and like oh this isn't that good. Oh, thought. one of those? Yeah. Uh well, I started watching Animaniacs. Oh yeah, same um, cuz they put it on Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. But those are actually better. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy, you know, now that I'm older, and I think it's like so great that they don't they don't just really reference like a lot of like the actors and you know movies like of that era the early nineties. Uh-huh. They're talking about oh, people yeah. from like the thirties. Marx know? Brothers, right? Exactly. Yeah, 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 huh? yeah. And I wonder like people like if they like a cartoon were to do that like now. Yeah. Like, it'd be like, who the fuck is Clark Gable? You know? Yeah. Because, like, they reference, like, all those, like, you know, like, old Hollywood, you know, uh-huh. John actors Wayne, and actresses. Yeah, I know. I've which seen is them. awesome. Like, as a kid, it's like, you see it all the time. It's like, oh, that's, like, that actor from this movie or that movie. But did like, you, I mean, did you know who Clark Gable was when you were a little kid? You know? I mean, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty up there. I'm pretty up there with, like, seeing shit way behind my time. And of course, I knew Harpo and Marco, you know, the Marshalls. Right. Right. But I didn't know. I, I, you know, I was five. I didn't see Gone with the Wind. So, I, you know, maybe I didn't, it didn't hit me till I was, you know, whatever, 10, 11. I was like, oh, that's what they're referencing. So I think it'd be the same for this kid's generation, too. Uh, maybe. Oh, you're not giving them enough credit? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Just because I see, like, some of the cartoons that are out there today, it's like, oh, man. Like, 
Do you remember Idiocracy, Jefferson? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. I kind of think of it like that. Like, I, I don't know, maybe it's just me being like way too. Everybody's like, been saying that. Ev- like, that's probably like the seventh podcast, uh, including our, inc- that I've heard mention it because of the whole presidential race right now. But everyone's been referencing Idiocracy like <laughs> Terry crazy. Cruz. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> re- referencing ter- uh, Idiocracy like crazy just because we're literally go- in the era where a reality show. Uh, guy is going to be uh, the owner of, uh, or excuse me, the uh, president of a nation, it, it, our huh. nation specifically, and they're like, we're headed down that road, we're headed down that road. But people, really, like this is this is, I've, I think you've heard me mention before. It's not this, you know, the president really. What is, it's not, you know, it's, I don't think it's that influential as it's really the House representatives, really Congress. The president almost is like a pup. You know, I remember Ray, Zach LaRoche saying something. Awesome, and it was during the whole one. You know, they were posting the Democratic convention and oh, that, that free concert. Yeah. yeah, and he says like, "Who do you want to vote?" I don't vote. I, and you know, you, oh, I always remember. I was always surprised me because, as political, and they're the ones that got me into being, you know, very much, you know, the music. They're like, "Who do you want?" You don't vote, and they were, "Who do you want to vote for?" The puppet on the left or the puppet on the right? And that's really all it is. Really, just puppet on the left mm-hmm. or puppet on the right. Yeah, it's no big deal. Corporate puppet. Yeah, that's uh, I love that Dick and, <laughs> Dick and Jane. Yeah. Uh, and I remember one of the podcasts was talking about because uh, they were interviewing foreigners and how foreigners are viewing America. It was mm. a, it was a crackpot. It was really interesting. And uh, they're all stand-up comics. All the all the people they oh, interviewed. Okay. So they had a, a a girl, a Japanese girl who was a stand-up and. Um, you know, speaking with experts, doing American comedy, and it, mm. you know, it's very, very good. Like I, I've seen her before, in uh, in and all that, and then and they were asking about him, like, uh, and he brought up Jack O'Brien, who's the 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 editor of Cracked, and he does the podcast. He was talking about like these are the exact what he found interesting that they're the exact same concerns. Uh, we don't think of it now because it's just history, but the exact same thing that we feel about Donald Trump, where it was what the nation was feeling when Ronald Reagan ran for president. Hmm. <laughs> and oh, the actor, actor turned president. Exactly, and most of the most of the, he got the popular vote, obviously because most of middle America, oh, he's he's you know he's a actor, he's popular. But all every all the politicians were like, no, he's a fucking actor, he's not a politician. No, why? It's a joke that he's not going to win. Everybody's thinking the exact same thing, and now we have a very similar thing where all the politicians, anybody who really knows something. Think he hates Trump for president, of course, right? Because he doesn't belong in their circle. But that, that that's not like you're 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 probably gonna get the popular vote or everybody's gonna vote for him because like him or love him. You know he's very uh, you know I don't like this don't like right. him, but he's very uh, polarizing character. And most of Middle America is gonna go vote for a polarizing character. You know, and that's what's crazy. That's why it's so it's so trippy that he's within the grasp of actually becoming the nation. But we're making a big deal out of it as if this didn't happen before with Reagan and. You know, mm, history is gonna history will tell, and history has told that they really don't have that big of influence on us personally. Small government, well, that big government doesn't. Small government does. Small government affects our daily lives. Big government will affect our lives over a grand period of time where right. it, where it's not we don't notice until whatever you know, like the state, the state governments. I was thinking smaller than that. City governments or county. Oh, you know, those are the ones that have our direct effectness in our lives. The big governments, they really have a gradual effectness. But we don't feel it in the living in the moment type of mentality. Hmm. I guess so. Yeah. Thinking like, like you know, local stuff. It's kind of like um, camp park here, like little stuff like that. I mean, that's the only way. Like nationwide yeah. legislations or anything. That's the only one that really get affected in that kind of sense. Yeah. 
Unless mm-hmm. unless we get someone that's gonna take your take your jobs, take your uh, one of those guys that like uh, at, uh, throw everybody over the border. No, no, oh, well, no more here. Which that's which is not possible. That's what I mean. Right? He's making these like landish out, you know, things like kind of. You know, you guys realize the shit he's saying that's crazy is not possible for him to do, right? You know, like it doesn't. You know, people. Th- I don't know. I don't know how much power people think the president has, but it's really not that much. It's all in uh, Congress. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, puppet on the left, puppet on the right. He's a spokesman. He's that's what he is. He's a spokesman in, in, in essence. Uh, but anyways, um, I think we're filling off the course. We're, we're how do we get on that topic? Uh, idiocracy. Uh, idiocracy. Yeah. And from there, what did I reference that? Oh, yeah. because we were talking about how um, oh. Animaniacs in the uh, this generation that doesn't know the references to the old. That uh, you know, like. Like, the way that they have the movie where, like, over time, you know, when they go through, like, you know, what happened, you know, like, present day to, like, how people got so stupid. Yeah. And, you know, like, uh, like, uh, like, TV, for example, it just got, like, really just, like, retarded and just, like, great uh, type stuff. Yeah. Oh, Jackass. Ass. Jackass, the show was, is basically what Damn. it was, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But how brilliant was that show for us, yeah, right? It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah but it literally, like, 100 shows. Tosh.0 was popular. That Rob, Rick and Rob show or whatever. Was uh, it? Ridiculousness. Ridiculousness. Uh, that show's popular, and it's the same show. And, it, and it's these Funny things, some videos, but fun, just, like, to the next... Well, exactly. It's a modern-day version. It's, yeah, I guess so. It hasn't changed. Like, people think, like, it hasn't... And at the same time that those shows are going on, we have The Wire. We have The Sopranos. We have Breaking Bad. We have Game of Thrones, you know? I'm telling you, people, the people focus on the bad and they and landish that. Like, see, and they, they they blow it up and they go like, see, I told you this world is going to hell in a handbag. See, I told you this generation sucks because they're looking at Gumball, you know, the cartoons. Oh yeah, they're yeah. looking at Gumball. They're looking at uh, what's the other one? Clarence, <laughs> dude, yeah. Uncle Grandpa. Like these shows are horrible. That's what I mean. But they got Rick and Morty. They got Gravity Falls. They have. I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying. It, it, we're gonna expose the bad because it's that bad, and we're, but we don't worry. Let's not be like spreading the entire generation. Oh yeah, they're gonna because look at what they're watching. Like <laughs> we had shitty shows back then too. We just don't think about them because they're shitty. You know, I'm trying to think what 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 were those shows? See, we can't even think of them because they, <laughs> because they were that bad. Huh? I'm trying to what think like is there? What is that? Are you hearing something? No. Oh, oh okay. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think, like, what are shows that are like, oh, man, this is retarded. I'm not watching this. Because I used to watch everything, unless I just watched the retarded shit. I don't know, remember? I remember seeing just like, man, this is stupid. I'm not watching this. I, you know what? I, I, a lot of that was like, uh, man, what did, what did not hit with me? Ren and Stimpy didn't hit with me. Ren and Stimpy didn't hit with me. Rocco's Modern Life didn't hit with me. Uh, mm. There's a few, actually. Actually, a lot of the Nick shows didn't hit with me. A lot of the Nickelodeon ones. Yeah, Rocco's Modern Life. Rugrats. Programs, uh, it was a give or take. Ever. For me, it was give or take. I mean, you know, yeah. Like it's it was uh like say like Family Guy for example, mm-hmm. like present day. Like it, it's one of those. Like if there's absolutely nothing else on, like I may watch it, but yeah. I haven't even done that in a while. Like I'll just watch like, see, I'll just go through my DVR or something, yeah. something that I haven't watched yet, just because. I think I've gotten all I can pretty much get from that show. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, man. Like, really, Simpsons came back for me a lot in a big, bad way. Mm. Watching a lot of the newer episodes lately, and yeah, man, it's 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 really, really good. Yeah, it, it, see, it's that's what's crazy. I mean, how can we say that this generation's cartoon sucks when uh, Bob's Burgers is such a good show? You know, uh, obviously, the Simpsons are are coming back with a great show. I, it, it's it's. Uh, I'm telling you, we uh, we have to learn not to embellish. I think it happens with songs too. Because I was hearing, uh, excuse me, uh, this guy on a nostalgia podcast, mm. and he was talking about how 
people forget how shitty things are when you're looking back at something because right. you only uh, it's it's in your genetic code to only remember the good times mm-hmm. like um uh, you remember more of the good times than the bad times because that's kind of how the way your mind works you forget all the shittiness right, and he presses what's that it represses maybe it's a form of i don't know if it's that deep. no not that bad but. <laughs> but yeah but it's something to that i guess so we look back at things being way better. The good that oh that's where the because where the expression the good old days come from mm-hmm. is from like we're looking back at and we're thinking things were better then when they really were just the same if or if not or if not shittier. And he he used one hit wonders as an example because people say oh music was better back then music was better uh, uh, before you know this time and every generation has that. And he was talking about how, or oldies goodies and oldies and he was talking about like no you're on on those specific radio station they play the ones that were. The most popular, but but you don't remember the, uh, um, but you don't remember the uh, all the like I want candy. That's a shitty song. That's I remember. A, that's such really bad lyrics. You know, like uh, there's really candy. nothing to that. But we but we make make fun of this generation's Justin Bieber for baby baby baby. How is I want candy over and over any better than baby 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 baby? Hmm. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, but we don't we don't. Uh, keep that in mind, you right. know, because we're only oh no, let's shit on this generation's music. Like we don't have, uh, you know, like we we our generation only had good shit. Like we had bad shit too, you know. Like it's just, it's kind of the same concept. It, it's yeah, it's a uh, like what your brain does. Like your brain's kind of wired to you know, like it like it kind of picks and chooses, you know, like what information you know yeah. is more relevant, like stuff to remember, the stuff to forget. Yeah. So obviously, like if something's kind of like dull or whatever, you're not gonna remember. Like you don't remember those boring ass days of everything that you did on a boring day, you know. But like all oh, that other day, like man, uh, so and so came out from out of town when I oh, we did this, this, and that. Like, yeah, you know those things, you know, stick. So maybe you, of course, you know, just kind of wired to just remember like all the good stuff. Oh, exactly. Like you, your brain just throws everything else away, so you don't remember all that other stuff. Yeah, they did a study and they think that's the case that they were only wired to remember the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, that's why I think it's 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 unfair to shit on this generation so much, you know. That's true. As far as like the mm-hmm. things they're into, they're they're probably still pussies. Good, that's a good point. There's probably still pussies. I'm sure there's still wussies. There is a because I've said this before, the pussification of America. Oh, I right. think that's still real. But as far as the content they're getting and their intelligence, I, I you know it's unfair. It'd be unfair for me to say like, oh no, this generation is way we had it better in my day. Nah, I'm not gonna say that. You know, we I'll say let 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 history tell. You know. <laughs> I I'm, guess so. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, because uh, I've watched a couple of ep- episodes of Clarence. I, yeah. I, just, I just mean that cartoon. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> how's this popular? <laughs> no, because I'm just like looking around and like, are they really into it? <laughs> hey, I should probably be getting home soon, man. Yeah, because I'm probably watching it at huh? oh, a friend's house. Oh, friend's house. what oh, was going on in the episode? Uh, shit, that's that's the one thing you know. Like, how, how can you discern one episode from another? They just do shit. Like, like there's just one scene. They're walking down the street talking about fucking nothing practically. Uh-huh. Then they're going to like one of the, I forget it, Clarence's best friend's name. He, like he lives like it's almost it looks like a junkyard or just like a like an outdoor garage. Or yeah, I actually have watched a couple of episodes of it. Yeah, and, and like, actually I don't think it's that bad, but it is kind of like I what don't the know. Fuck Maybe is I need to watch more of it. But yeah, no, you don't. You trust me, you know. Yeah, I couldn't. I'm just I'm I'm not, I'm not playing devil's advocate here. I'm just saying the ones I watch they're not that bad, but I could definitely see how like oh no I couldn't. <laughs> you have to be tolerable to put up with this bullshit. I, I think it's just because. You know what? I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if maybe they're targeting a different uh, audience or like what uh like maybe like the cartoons that we grew up with. You yeah. Know? 
like looking back at it, you know, like like say like Animaniacs or like Tiny Toons or yeah, something. Yeah, great you know? ones. Yeah, Bruce Tim, by the way, like I mentioned oh, earlier, nice. he's the, the producer of those. You know, and it's, you know, like I'm just trying to think like what made it enjoyable, not just because it's like you know animation and there's characters doing funny shit or anything, you know. Yeah. Like, do they have substance? You know, like what is it that you know like you remember? about it you know is it like are the jokes funny is it clever you know how well is it written you know like what makes it stand out so much as right right to, you know watching these things like i guess i'm just picturing myself like if i were a kid you know now and then like maybe like 30 years down the road looking back at like all these present day cartoons you know like would i like them or would i be like why did i like this new kids on the block cartoon <laughs> yeah that's one of the shitty one i remember it was a cartoon yes it was pretty fucking bad. Maybe I repressed that one too because yeah. I don't remember. There was six episodes and it, six. Yes, because it got a half season, but it didn't get the. I remember reading about this later because I remember why. I was wondering why they. It got six episodes and it it didn't get picked up for the full season. You know how some people shows do that, but they I also know shows could do. That. Yeah, well, uh, sometimes you'll get a half season. Like think of it like a a, a pilot on steroids. You'll get a oh, half shit. season, and if they, it does well, then you'll get the full season. And then how and then that goes, you'll get the second, the you know, that kind one, of thing. Yeah. Well, this got four or six. It might have been four, even. Four. But it got four or six episodes. And now it didn't get picked up for the full season, but they also didn't find another show for that time slot. So they kept repeating those four or six episodes oh, throughout the entire... And I was like, what? <laughs> Ask my sister, because <laughs> she was a huge oh, fan. Yeah. <laughs> and she'll tell you about him. Uh, so I take it, she, you like... She liked those. Uh, she was obsessed with with them. I know she's a big fan, but I, yeah, I, I remember like, her. She had the, the the sheets and everything. Yeah, I and remember. The that only too. reason I would watch those four six episodes because she would watch them. You know, okay, older gotcha. sister wouldn't let you watch anything else. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure there were a lot of other cartoons around. To, but I mean, I guess if you're a fan. You know, you like shit, even if it is shit. Yeah, and then you don't realize it till later. Like, oh, you don't want to admit it. Like, oh, that was kind of shitty. But. I mean, was that like an 80s cartoon? It sounds like it would have been an 80s cartoon, right? Uh, or maybe early 90s? Early 90s, I think, yeah. Huh. Because yeah, I don't remember it at all. I'm trying to think. Was it like Channel 11, Channel 9, or what was it? Oh, I, I, Fox. I think it was Fox. Oh, okay. Because, um, you know, there were Sunday morning cartoons? Uh, yeah. They were like the the evil twin brother you kept in the attic of like weekend cartoons. You know, you had Saturday morning cartoons, yeah. which were awesome. Yeah. Then the Sunday morning cartoons were something completely different. Do you remember those at all or not? I kind of uh, could. Uh, I remember like ASAP's Fables was on Sundays. Do you remember that one? Is that the one where like the like they had different actors and actresses like you know, re- or am I thinking of something different? Uh, I think something different because oh, okay. it was a literally a cartoon where like a turtle would read you like books, basically proverbs or parables. Uh, you know, little wise stories. Right. Aesop, Aesop, obviously. Um, and he'd, but he'd explain it to like a little kid and you know, that kind of thing. And they'd have cartoon versions of those stories, almost like Bible stories, but, but philosophical ones. Yeah. Huh. Oh, maybe it might've been that one or like, or one what are you thinking of? Uh, there was this one about like the little kid in space. Um, trying to think of all the other ones, but I mean, I think it was just depressing. Cause it's like, oh, uh, I gotta go to school tomorrow, and this cartoon sucks. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense, but they were they didn't compare to the Saturday morning cartoons. But yeah, I don't know, cause I, I can't think of anybody else who uh, ever like watched those. Yeah, then we're just watching TV, and it's like they're not that good. I didn't think they were that good, but yeah. maybe that was just back then. I'd have to give it another another world these days. But, like, there were, like, all these, like, Disney cartoons that I used to watch, you know, when I was a kid. Not just, like, DuckTales. There was this one. It was called Super Ted. 
I don't know. Do you remember Super Ted at all? Oh, like a little superhero man. teddy bear? Fucking greatest show ever. <laughs> well, at least that that's how I remember it. That, you're selling me on it. That sounds awesome. It, to me, it's uh, like uh, the intro. It just... Uh, how did it happen? It's like a little teddy bear in a teddy bear factory. And then like this, like I think it's like an angel or something. Like yeah. some magic wand shit. And it becomes like to life. And it becomes like this superhero. It's called Super Ted. And he has yeah. this like sidekick. This funny... I think it... Was it an Australian show? I'm trying to remember. Because, like, I remember them having accents. Oh, really? Yeah. But it, it's actually, like, from what I remember, it was pretty good. It was pretty funny. It goes on adventures all over the world, like like the Incas and whatnot. Oh, that's actually, that's not pretty good. You know what? I remember a show that was like that. Well, uh, excuse me. That was like that, but not really. Actually, it was an adventure show. But do you remember Mighty Max? Mighty Max, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking, like, that was one of my favorite ones. Do you remember it? Not Mighty Mouse, right? Mighty Max. Mighty Max, where he'd uh, basically teleport through different periods of time and different uh, areas and solve mysteries with, he, he had a, two sidekicks. One was a fowl, like a, basically a mini, like a, uh, dark, uh, um, Howard okay. the Duck version, but it was like a fowl, you know, owl-looking thing, and then, but, you know, anamorphic. And then one was, like, a big fucking... His name was Norm, but he was just basically bodyguard. Uh-huh. And they'd go through life, you know, or he was the chosen one type of thing, and hmm. he had to fight, I think, Skull, Numb Skull, or no, no, Head Skull, uh, something, some kind of Skull. <laughs> Dude, it, uh, that was, like, his big adversary. Uh, and, uh, um, it's work. And then, um, uh, oh, but I remember, like, episodes where you find out that Norm was actually, like, he was Thor, and he was Hercules, and he was, like, so he was these guys throughout history, huh. you know, the big, strong dudes throughout history. Yeah, it was it was pretty tight. I, I, oh, I love that show, man. I wish I could... I, I'm gonna have to look that up, because it sounds familiar. Mighty Max. Mighty Max. Uh, what else did I used to watch? There was this other show we used to watch. It's another Disney show, but uh, fuck, I can't remember for the life of me. I just remember they were, like... Little animal, they were like animals, like kind of like, like like Care Bear looking kind of animals. Yeah, and all they were colorful and shit. What? Wait, what? what they're kind of colorful. I, I, that's kind of the way I remember it, but I'd have to like fucking Google the fuck out of it just to. Yeah, it's I just had like this vague vague image of it, but I don't uh, remember exactly like what they called or what the animals were. Yeah. Like, I know one was, like, part elephant or something because it had, like, a trunk. But <laughs> they were, like, Care Bear-looking, like, little characters, you know, just, like, all cute and cuddly, fucking... I mean, they were different colors, I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Um, let me see, what else? Watch anything. Uh, yeah, but there's definitely, like, good shit now. Um, what car... Do you watch any cartoons right now? Um, as, uh, like, contemporary cartoons, right? Yeah, like, you know, obviously, you know, I've, I've mentioned Rick and Morty a hundred times. That's my favorite Oh, yeah, one. watching at Japan. Uh, uh, Bob Bob's Burger is also another good one. Have you, um, uh, yeah, any anything like that that you're currently watching? Even Gravity Falls is really good. That's a little bit more little kiddish, but it's basically, uh, uh, what would you call it, PG version of what Rick and Morty is, since Rick and Morty is, like, a rated R version of it. Right, right. Gravity Falls, and it, there's, like, um, <laughs> rumors that they're, it's one of those, they're set in the same universe. Oh really? And there are little Easter eggs for it, and then like because the three uh, creators, there's a third show I forgot, but there's three creators that each created. Uh, one created Rick and uh, Rick and Morty, one created Gravity Falls, and the third I, I forgot. But they uh, they all kind of grew up together. Uh, oh, okay. oh I'm sorry, they went to the same like animation school, you know, something like that. Huh? They're they're they're, they're homies <laughs> basically, basically they're homies. Yeah. Um. Damn. What else is up today? As far as like contemporary cartoons, uh, besides those. I honestly can't think of anything. No? Like, as far as animated shows, no. Yeah. Not contemporary. You know, other than, like, maybe uh, I'll catch, like, a new Simpsons episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, the old ones that are still, like, alive today. 
but uh, as far as like you know just brand new shows that haven't existed before you know like this past like year or two couple of years whatever nah haven't watched anything uh, is there anything uh, you can um, that you're catching up on that you just got back into or is there anything brand new that you haven't heard of uh, that you you know whatever um, um, that you recommend let's see well, I started watching Animaniacs like I mentioned earlier Again, and it, it's it's cool, man. Like being old enough to like appreciate how much I liked it back then, and like all the references. Even like I think there's like some like a, adult things in there too that they've kind of thrown in there. But you know, being a kid, like you didn't really pick up on it. Like what? Um, like what? Um, I did see that that Prince thing. Did you see that one? Uh, no, not uh, yet. I haven't gone to it yet. Uh, no. Well, I mean, I it, once he thing. died, it was circulating because you know Animaniacs was on. Uh, on Netflix and Prince, but it was circulating the whole. Um, uh, I need your fingerprints. Uh, I need fi- I need fingerprints. Uh, Yako is telling Dot, and then um, she's like, "Oh!" And then she grabs Prince, uh, like here here he is, and he's like, "No fingerprints!" And then she looks at the camera and goes, "Like I'm not doing that." <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so I did stuff that. like that. Yeah, yeah, but that was going on rotation. So I, I do I know I know what you're talking about. That that was on the thing. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. Like you know, I missed it completely. You know, as a kid, mm-hmm. but now you can like pick up on like, oh shit, <laughs> something for everybody, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you, you got to respect shows that do that, and it's not like. Um, I guess cartoons were able to get away with it more because they had been doing that forever. You know, even Looney Tunes had been doing that. Uh, oh, right, right. Uh, Disney is always skewed away from it. But I, uh, as far as modern, uh, would you say Shrek or Toy Story? Toy Story really didn't give, you know, stuff for the adults. It was always innuendos. You know, it was always, it was always like pretty straightforward. So I think Shrek was the first animated that really did that where it was a kid's movie, but they definitely gave nods to the adults every couple beats. Huh. Would you would yeah. you agree or disagree or no yeah think, or would you think no I'm saying do you remember anything before that that was doing that like the way Shrek did it yeah because like, after that then you got the whole you know like oh then every movie started doing that like oh here let's put something for the adults where they're watching this with their kids that oh. kind of thing you know uh, Brave Little Toaster <laughs> I do love that movie <laughs> that was a good one Blanky um, uh, off the top of my head I can't think of anything else that did it the way that they did it. Uh, uh, a little off of, I, th- I think we've talked about it before. Um, cartoons, all stars to the rescue. Yeah, you mentioned it, but uh, a few man. That's actually early episode thing you mentioned too. I couldn't find it, and I thought there was a video game based on it that I played, but I couldn't. I, I don't think I've ever seen that cartoon. Oh man, well, I think it was like on a top ten thing, like on mm-hmm. uh, Mojo or something. I don't or know. If Archive. It, yeah, it probably it was either that or it was just like an article. No, I think it was a like one of those top ten like you know, I forgot what the name of the website is. Like mm-hmm. it's one of those where you go to one thing, but then it takes it all these other different things. Yeah. But it was like a, I think it was like one of those like top ten lists about like, you know cartoons for that aren't for kids. Yeah. And I remember that one was on there. Oh really? And I haven't seen that since I was a kid. But I remember we used to watch that shit all the time, my sister and I. Yeah, yeah. And it was like a kind of like a say no to drugs, but just kind of like really. Uh, <laughs> like just like the animation is like man that's kind of fucked up yeah I mean I have to watch it again just so I could like you know really you know get like a uh, complete grasp about it as, yeah. as opposed to watching it when I was a kid uh, cause uh it was a uh, it was like one of those like there's like this this uh there was like a I guess it was like a teenager and um I don't know if he started smoking cigarettes or like weed or I, I forgot what the whole like how the whole premise starts yeah but it basically you know like uh, it, 
it goes like inside his body and it shows like everything that it does to like your brain. It's uh-huh. kind of like really like I guess you know I guess for a kid it would be gross. Oh, okay. We're kind of used to stuff like that, so it wasn't really like that big of a deal. But that's why I think like for her to watch it again, just like the way that the article explained it, how it was just like like really like dark and I guess graphic maybe. Yeah. Because there was I remember like there's this one part where he, like the teenager guy. Yeah. Like he looks all like you know sunken in and like he looks like a zombie. Yeah. Just because he's been addicted drug to drugs addict. and yeah. shit. Yeah. You know. And like all these different like cartoons from like all these different. I think that that's what that kind of reminded me of what we were talking about uh, earlier with the whole uh, Captain America and, and uh, Iron Man, where mm-hmm. like all these different people, you know, from all these, you know, they kind of come together like mm-hmm. this uh, ensemble. You know, it's kind of like that. There's like Disney characters and uh, Warner Brothers characters, like all these different people. First time ever since Roger Rabbit, something like that, right? Oh uh, yeah, I think. Uh, wait, was it before Roger? Um, Maybe it was around the same time, but yeah, it could have been because I know Roger Rabbit has that record for the first time to bring these. Oh okay. yeah, so so probably, it was probably little, after that. a little bit after. Probably, it know. wasn't like a huge movie; it was probably like a straight to straight to you know video mm-hmm. thing. But uh, yeah, uh, I do want to watch it again just so I could kind of get uh, a grasp of what the article was saying about how like dark and messed up it was, you know, for a kids cartoon. What do you, what do you think about that? Like uh, desensitizing. Or you know, I mean, you know where my my stance is on on that for children or this generation. I'm very much against censorship and right, right. and that kind of thing. But where where do you stand on that whole like? Do you think it's good to desensitize kids early, or is it even a factor, or showing them exposing them to things that are uh, probably meant for more mature audiences, or or that kind of thing? Mm, like, I haven't thought about it too much, but just like off the top of my head. Uh, I can't, like, I'm not going to be like, I mean, unless they're like, it's like some like crazy sex scene or something, like watching TV or whatever. Yeah, I think that goes with without saying, we've we've mentioned that the sex thing is the only thing because there's an actual chemical, I mean, you're, you're, you, there's a bad actual physical reaction from pre-pubescent to post-pubescent for how kids react to sex and stuff. Yeah, I don't want to fucking make little, like, serial killers or anything like that. Yeah. But I mean, as far as any, as far as, like, violence, you know, I'm just thinking, like, a lot of the movies that I grew up with. Yeah. You know, like, um, it was anything too crazy. Other than, you know, like, once, like, watching, like, Faces of Death and shit like that. I'm not going to, like, force them to watch it. Yeah. You know, but... But, like, like, okay, so, I mean, we were very young watching Faces of Death. Yeah. Uh, We probably shouldn't have been, but Mm. for us, it wasn't a big deal. And it wasn't a big deal because nobody made it a big deal. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know it was a big deal until I got, you know, older and people were talking about it like, uh... They were all prudish I, yeah, about yeah, it. very much so. And this is years ago. Like, dude, I was like five watching this. I'm I'm ten now, and you're still tripping. Yeah. But I remember, like, if somebody maybe if somebody would have mentioned to me, like, oh no, you're you're not allowed to watch that. So you're like twenty one or eighteen, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Oh, and then then maybe it would have got me. Fit. But because I didn't know any difference, right? Between like, oh, this isn't what you're supposed to. I do you think that has a, a different effect than as opposed to if you know you're not supposed to be watching it. But it's okay with you or something? I oh, know. I think it does. It would make a difference, you know. Um, like, uh, like when you know you're kind of like, like given that like context, that shame, or you're not supposed to watch this. That, that I don't know if it's shame or I don't know the word I'm looking for, but if it, it's kind of like set up, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah, in a way where it's like something taboo is like, oh, you shouldn't be watching this. Like, oh, like be careful with this stuff, you know. Then you know it kind of implants that uh-huh. thing where you kind of like you start learning those boundaries, like what's cool or what's not good or bad but just like uh maybe you're just not old enough you know maybe like a mature maturity thing but uh like 
I mean, I think for some things, they we kind of did have that, like, where it's like, oh, I want to watch this movie. like, oh, you can't watch that movie yet. Well, definitely, the sex thing was right away. Yeah. For us, I, I remember that one was very strict. We're like, oh, no, no. There's a lot of, uh, no, no, there's a sex scene in this where you can't watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, I skewed away from that, too, because... For for, for 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 our kids, I'm not gonna exclude an entire movie because there's a sex scene in it. Right. Uh, you know, they're like they know either. Oh no, hey, I'll let you, close your eyes, cover your ears, go or go to the other room. I'll let you know when it's back. That kind of thing. So that's mm-hmm. kind of how we handle those situations. But I don't want them to. Especially, I I think it's more to the whole censorship thing because I don't want them to miss out. Like this is a great fucking movie, but there uh, but there happens to be a sex scene. Okay, a perfect example: The Room with Tommy Wiseau, right? Oh, okay. There's like two or three sex scenes in it, right? Mm-hmm. But that movie is awesomely horrible. <laughs> and why would I want to deny my kids of watching this horribly shit? We're we're trying to make fun, I, I want to make fun of this movie with them as they're watching it, you know, with Jackie, with Tommy, with Gwen. And if, oh, okay, well, well, let me forward it to this part. If I exclude the entire movie because it has a, a couple sex scenes, then I'm, they're missing out on the art of it. Right. Because, you know, so so I have, that, that's how I'll, I'll handle those situations. Like, and I think it's, it, like I said, it's the more so that we're not making a big deal out of the whole taboo thing. Like, oh, no, uh, how dare, you know, cover, you know, yeah, you're not yeah. allowed to, how dare, and because now it, it, the whole sex thing is not a big deal. Like, oh, they're, you know, whatever. They're just doing that kind of, so I don't think, at least I hope, but here's my theory. The pressure is not going to be a big deal when it, because when they get to adolescent age or when they get to post-pubescent age and they're dealing with this in high school, where to everybody else is like, oh my God, uh, this is sex. We haven't been exposed to this our entire lives, so now we're exposed to it, and then it, the mixed emotions and mixed feelings right. are just kind of go an, uh, an overload. Yeah, and yeah. then it fucks them up even more. Hormones go out of bounds. Hmm. For for Tommy Gwen specifically, they've been exposed to it their whole life. They're obviously so it you know uh, there it's not really uh, oh yeah it's just yeah whatever it's not a big deal. So they're not getting overwhelmed with um, with like exposure. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, now that they're teenagers and they have, you know, it's in their face. Like it's all, it's not a big. They know how to handle it. Right. It's not going to be. Uh, it's not going to be where like how their friends are going to be uh, more than likely. Where they're like, oh my god, and then we kiss, and then we do this, and then and they're like, oh, so okay, yeah. no big deal. <laughs> yeah, instead of like, oh, what do I do? Oh no, emotions. You know that kind of. Right. Thing. Right. Uh, I'm hoping this is a theory, but we will find out. You know, in, in five, five years, cross so. that bridge when you get there. Yeah, but I, I'm hoping it's being handled in a certain way. And I've heard, I read this article on cussing is very, very similar thing hmm. because um, uh, I was kind of being hypocritical um, on myself. I read this article um, and it said that it's actually really good to expose your kids to cussing because there's some somewhere in that world that it, it, it kind of um, it doesn't give them false. A false sense of what the world is, mm-hmm. so they're not shattered when they break out of their shelter, uh, because all kids comfort are going to zone and whatnot. Yes, exactly, exactly. All kids are going to come out of their shelter or out of their comfort zone, and then when they're bombarded with, uh, if they've never been exposed to cursing and they become cursing, things are like the same way over uh, overloading their sensory, sensory sensory overload. That's what I meant mm-hmm. to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, shit. So then they they don't know how to handle things or what's the first. So the first time someone gets in their face and starts cussing out at them, they're gonna freak. You know, they freaks out because they go into panic mode, so flight, flight, or right fight. Or flight? Yeah. And, because they have never been exposed to that kind of thing in, when they're in a real world situation. And I was being hypocritical for the longest time. I didn't cuss in front of my children at all. And I cuss all the time. You know, Marines, we cuss like sailors, right? As the expression goes. Mm. But and for a long time, I wouldn't cuss at home or you know, in front of the kids. But I realized I was being hypocrite with the way that I've always been uh, about exposing them to things. Like, I, I, I want them to make sure the world is, um, they're ready for the world. 
and right. don't want them to um, feel like they're living in this sheltered little community. That's why. So how it's am all I, like rainbows and puppy dogs. Yeah, how am I going to let, for the same reason I'd let them watch rated R movies and all that, how am I going to do that and not cuss around them at home? I'd be like, right. so I, I, if I'm using it in my re- regular vernacular, I should be using it in my regular vernacular with them. Obviously, they know not to not to say their bad words in the same way they know not to uh, watch rated R movies at school or talk or, about them, you know? Right. Because uh, I think that's what very important, too. One, uh, I, I might have mentioned this before, but some of Tommy's drawings, when he's drawing his favorite fucking Chucky uh, or, oh, or Freddy yeah. Cougars or the Friday Night, Fred, Friday Night Freddy's type thing, he's drawing these poor monsters and these death. And he's just reenacting scenes and he's drawing, and he's really actually pretty good at it. Uh, but. I'm like, hey, Tom, do you? I, I remember I didn't say that. Like, hey, you better not be drawing this at school. I just remember just asking him nonchalantly, like, hey, do you draw these at are, are your school foliage? I'm like, oh, like, no, I mean, I don't want them to think I'm weird. Like, okay, <laughs> so I, I'm glad you have that mentality. So you can gets, separate. Yeah, yeah, right. He gets the difference. Exactly. So, so you know where the boundaries are, like, and not necessarily the boundaries on yourself, but you know where it's going to affect other people that don't get you in a certain way, and where you can be more like, oh, okay, I, I, I'm a, I can expose myself or anything. And it's kind of the same thing. The cussing. They know if they cuss at school, I don't know. But I know they don't cuss around me or at home, or I know they know it's a it's a big deal if they say a bad word, and I know they know it's okay for me to say bad words because I'm an adult, you know. That right, kind of right. They, it's not like oh, but you said it. I'm not gonna say like you're. If so, if their kids were to tell, if they were to cuss and I and I spank them for it, and they were to tell me, but you say it all the time, you're way too smart for that bullshit. That's a stupid ass answer. Though I, when a kid answers you like, "Well, I learned it from watching you," or I learned it, like, "You're too smart for that bullshit." Fuck you. You know that's how I always feel like telling them. And if they were to tell me some bullshit like that, like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that ain't gonna cut it here. You're too smart for that bullshit. Right. Don't don't don't, t- don't use me as an escape for you fucking up. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. A yeah. lot of kids, a lot of kids end up doing that. Yeah, because they can. And a lot of parents don't know how to respond to that because they think like oh he's right he's calling me out like no you literally are the adult no fuck that he's wrong he's absolutely wrong just because uh you know no that's really what it is you can't you can't you're you can't let them escape on their fuck-ups blame it on you just because you fucked up too that's not the way parenting works a lot of people let them get away with it like that that's not the way it works man they're they're like learning you know like how they can get away with stuff exactly not, not whether or not they can once they realize that they can uh-huh. they're still trying to you know push the limit just last night with Jackie, I'm having this argument with her uh, on the way home, uh, and because she was talking about like, no, uh, the way I do it, I guilt him into it. I guilt him into it because you know, I, I obviously, I, I, my, you know, we're talking about disciplinary actions mm-hmm. and you know, how I do it through fear, and <laughs> and she does uh-huh. it through guilt. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. fear is far. I'm telling her, fear is far more. Uh, um, um, how do you say motivator? I guess you could say oh, effective motivator motivation than get your guilt is you think you're guilting them they don't give a fuck that you're, you're you're telling them like oh you know she's trying to tell them like i know i make them feel bad trust me you don't know that i see tears in their eyes you know like dude i i know because i used to fake those tears just so i can get get my parents to stop talking to me so i could go back to go do my own thing right you know like right. kids are kids are the most selfish people and they're supposed to be they're kids you know uh but you think you're you think they they feel sorry for you or you think you're making them feel bad they don't give a fuck they, they're gonna they're gonna put on a show they're gonna do their best little impersonation that makes you think that it's they've got enough guilt or they feel enough bad enough so you for you to leave them alone right but but i guarantee they're not gonna fake being scared what because i'm actually gonna uh, follow through on what right. i my, when i say i if, you know uh, uh i remember a few times i had to fall, fall through is very important but i remember like i, I have counted three if you guys are over here by now and i remember it wasn't even a big deal like i i just needed them over here but they for whatever reason they didn't hear me 
and I'm counting to three, and they barely heard me, like, on two. They didn't make it, basically. And I'm like, fuck, I have to spank them, or else, right. you know, I, I have to. And you it, gotta it, assert your position. Yeah, and it wasn't even a big deal. I didn't even want to. Like, I have to, though. I ended up doing it, and they have never missed ever since. But it's that thing where you take an inch, they take a mile. That's the right. that's from kids. And yep. you, and it's the thing, like, you, you got to understand, you can't guilt them into it because you think that whether they love you or not is not a factor. Whether they love us or not is not a factor. They're trying to get away with as much as right. they can get away with. And they're going to get away with as much as you let them get away with. You Pretty know? much. Yeah. It's, 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 it's very interesting, though. No, I remember, like, when I was working for Long Beach Unified, mm-hmm. I worked with, like, from fifth grade all the way to kindergarten. Yeah. And there is a difference, but especially, like, working with kindergarten, you know, like, where, you know, like, you know, when, like, kids are trying to do stuff like that, you know, almost like they're trying to guilt you. Manipulate. Like, oh, you're yeah. going to take away my recess? You know, <laughs> shit like that, you know. But, and, like, a lot of the times I would feel bad because, like, I don't, like, I don't want to, like, you know, like, fucking, like, fuck up their day, you know. Or yeah. Something, you know, but. Uh-huh. And for them, a day is a long eternity, right? <laughs> well, it's not just so much that. It's just, like, I guess I just don't, I don't want them to think, like, I'm a bad person or yeah. anything, you know, uh-huh. like. Like, man, I feel worse about this than you do, you know? Yeah, it's going to hurt me a lot more than it hurts you. <laughs> but it was never, like, disciplinary like that, you know? Obviously, it would just be, like, all, like, taking away, you know, privileges and things like that. Yeah. But recess was, like, the main one. Because there's times where I'd have to, like, take, like, an entire class and have them sit outside the whole recess. Really? Just because they were really bad. Because I would, like, flip-flop between, like, you know, a couple of different classrooms. Yeah. And there was one, like, the teacher kind of let them do whatever they want. So they're, that's like how they were like throughout the day. And that was the worst class. And that was the worst of class. Of course yeah. it was, right? <laughs> so I'm like, man, I'm not doing this shit. Like, like uh, it was like for lunch, for lunch recess. We'd go eat, walk them over to the playground. All right, sit down. And if anybody had to go to the bathroom, it's one at a time. And I'm like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom too. Oh, me too, me too. Uh-huh. And it's like, I had like five kids just Sit the fuck around. down! And you just yell at them. <laughs> I'd have to like yell at them sometimes. Oh, really? Not like bad, bad, but like. Yeah, it'd have to be like, assertive at least. Pretty right? much, and then they're they're just like all fu- like a couple of them are crying, and then it's like oh, recess is over, line up, go back to class. That you know, happened, um, uh, you know, like when I applied for the whatever, mm-hmm. and then they, they have they ask you some stuff like how you're dealing with uh, prisoners, how you deal with them, and um, you kind of have a line, and I I kind of already knew, so I had a little bit of cheat, but a lot of these guys <laughs> that were. Um, you're talking to the literary prisoners and you're going to have to tell them to, you know, sit down, you know, assertiveness, right? And some of the guys will go up there like, oh, all right, guys, get in line. Uh, all right. Come uh, yeah. uh, and <laughs> then, like, uh, okay, okay, go on yourself. And the guy, the, uh, sometimes you could kind of see through the window and how the guy uh, judging him or scoring him would be like, oh, fuck, fuck, no. <laughs> you know, like, and I guess, you know, obviously, for obvious reasons, it's, you're, you're, you're in a place where it's, uh, nothing but alphas, and you're you can't you know that's literally the place where you have to be. Uh, it's it's really the animal kingdom in there. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you really survival have, of the fittest. Yeah, it, it, chain type stuff. yeah, well, yeah. I'm just mean more about like if you're if you're a beta, you're gonna be a beta, or you're gonna be a beta. You know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna alpha you, and you can't let that happen. So they need they need those fucking like assertive assholes in 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 charge because they're uh, whether it, that's what they respond to basically. And I, I think I, I remember hearing. Um, 
on one of the podcasts they had a psychiatrist or someone who was a prison guard and he says like it's basic human behavior when you're in a when you're in a modern society when you're in a regular society those the the it's the less animalistic in, in instincts that you have in you those instincts are still in you but you don't respond to those because you don't need them anymore because you're living in modern times right when you're in a when you're in a, when you're in a place like the like prison or the you know or the jungle where it's literally kill or kill be killed you have those instincts are way more evident and you need them and you need them all the time so it, it uh so you use them uh, a lot more than you would in the business world or i'm sorry that's not true as he said the same way you would use them in the business world is what he said it's hmm. just in a different different tools, I guess. Hmm. So that same kind of assertive assholeness that you would use in a cutthroat business, you those transfer into different ways. So, uh, uh, so I guess the way you you would handle a business call or a debate or an argument, you would have to you do that the kind of the same uh, you know kill killer instinct, I guess. In in it's a mentality. Like it's the mentality, yeah. yeah. And I thought it was and I thought that was very very interesting. Hmm. Well, anyways, he associated to the cops. So I remember when it was my turn. Uh, well, keep in mind, you know, I, I kind of used to it when dealing with the Marines, my Marine, you know, you yell at them when you have to yell at them and cuss them out. And you, you I mean, you've heard me and Quadra talk to each other or as oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. just, cu- just cussing back. It's kind of a response that it's very assertive or aggressive response, but non-militant, right? Right. Well, over there, I, I, what I did was I remember, you know, American History X is one of my favorite movies uh-huh. and I just kind of, that opening scene when he first gets to jail and the cop is like, don't oh, eyeball me, me motherfucker, I'll skull fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah. <laughs> So I did this. That's the whole opening minutes, and it's oh my god! I tried so hard not to laugh, but I got it. I, I, I you know, yeah, obviously I did. Like what? All right, get the fucking line. Get the all right. What? You eyeball me, motherfucker! Don't, <laughs> don't eyeball me. I'll score. Fuck you, mother. You know, I'm doing the whole thing. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then like, oh, all right, good. The guy's giving me the. Oh, all right, good. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's probably putting. He's really putting like this guy's a fucking psycho. No, fuck no. He's not working with us. <laughs> but I remember that's what I. That's what I. That's the scene I did when. Uh, that whole thing, uh, and I guess it's the same. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not. I'm probably gonna sound like I'm joking, but I, I, I speak to my kids the same way sometimes, <laughs> just to show them like the assertive. I think I've told you this joke before, but it's not really a joke. Like, like I tell Tom, like I'm a fuck your mom, Tom. You know, like oh. stuff like that. Uh, I tell sometimes, you know, just to like serve the, uh, uh, serve, um, assert the manliness or alpha ness of the household. Oh, you know? okay, gotcha. To let the kids know who's in charge. You know, it's funny, man. I, you, you know what? We're we're hit the hour mark. Um, oh, okay. This is fun, man. We gotta do more sober ones sometimes. Yeah. You have to think. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, uh, I mean, because better like clearer train of thought. Yeah, I think uh, without like the sloppiness, that kind of uh-huh. comes with you know after a certain point. We gotta hit just... that mark where it's like a three or four, three to five beers in, where it's that perfect mark where we're a little bit more uh, open to speaking and we're still clear. That's like playing pool. There's like three to five uh, beers in. I'm the greatest pool player ever. Uh, a six at that six beer, like oh fuck, I, I'm sloppy. <laughs> and then before that, before that two beers, I, I'm not enough, and I'm like oh I'm not, you know yeah. You just kind of see where you're kind of like you know just kind of like shimmy a little too much. Yeah, we. I'm sure, like you know, because we do like three hour long podcasts. There's probably like good middle half that's okay. Everything else is like, what the it's fuck? Like, oh. <laughs> I should, every, I should edit that out, right? <laughs> I should just get. We'll jump into the middle of a conversation where it's a solid hour. And we leave out the beginning and the end. Are you gonna say that for like a best of? Yeah, episode something. Or something. Uh, all right, Lovey, you got anything else before we bounce? Uh, no, nah, man. I think I'm actually good. This is, I like this one. Yeah, they'll hold us over to uh, to uh, we do a solid full episode. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, all right, thanks everybody uh, for listening once again. This has been Snooze and Booze episode sixty four. Um, uh, bring you cheers, fears, uh, and pretty good beers. Oh, no. is that it? Is that the yeah, one? I, I think, think that was so. the one, right? <laughs> all right, guys.